0: him i'm so so he didn't think that a dose of like a half a tylenol's worth of arsenic per person would kill them you dumb fucking idiot have you watched a fucking movie anyways so um well
1: he definitely doesn't not know as much about arsenic as you'd imagine a poisoner would
0: yeah, he definitely you think doesn't. you need
1: to. It's like using a gun for the first time. You want to go into shooting spree. It's like you better know how the shit works before you start using it because you're going to yeah. go to prison for the rest of your life, anyways. You well, might he, as well obviously, right.
0: he obviously has fucking no clue about no. this shit because he shot himself in the chest thinking that would work. Right? Yeah, I mean, he fucked and up on then-
1: basically every single step of this program. The only thing he did right was poison everybody.
0: Good afternoon or good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Dylan and Joe Basement. Middle letter is an S in there, starts with a B, basement podcast coming from the usual undisclosed locations somewhere on the East Coast of uh, this country mm-hmm. uh, Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I'm your host, Dylan, and this guy is your other host. I'm Joe. Welcome back, folks. Welcome Welcome back. We're back here on Zoom again, just because sometimes lovers can't be together. That's Um, right.
1: The um, distance makes the heart grow stronger. That's
0: the number one reason why we're doing this. We're better in our relationship. I want to love you twice as hard. So we have to be separated. That's right. Yep. So sometimes we got to be apart a little bit. So um, So yeah. but What uh, what better time and place to talk about um, the all-time greatest poisons and all-time greatest poisonings? Hall of Fame Poison.
1: We're talking about toxins this week, folks. We're talking about uh, the most deadly things that you can ingest, get on your skin, get in your eyes, whatever it is. Uh, We want to talk about the most poisonous things on planet Earth for humans, and we have a couple of stories to go along with them. Exciting, dark, a little bit morbid, but ultimately, I think very interesting. Very
0: interesting, uh, very
1: methodical,
0: and yet dark's a good word. So what's a poison? Um, According to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, which is obviously the uh, gold. Is the other
1: uh, thing we refer to besides Wikipedia for our research?
0: Yes. Well, this is good. I this is from this is from Wikipedia from Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Oh, good. We get double down. Double and down. Double uh, double validated definition (laughs) of poison, which is uh, described. Which I feel like just the fact that it says a poison is described by the Merriam-Webster Dictionary isn't good it should be defined should be defined uh, yeah should be defined but it's a substance that through its chemical action usually kills injures or impairs an organism
1: that sounds about and right it's,
0: it's also only defined by the dosage um and their example is even drinking too much water could kill a human um, it's
1: true that's a very good point yeah, it's yeah something that can be good and healthy for you uh, yeah. too much of a good thing uh, can ultimately kill you
0: exactly but the all-time greatest ones are smallest doses possible right and we're figuring something that you ever. barely have
1: any of it and you still die from it that that's Complete what we're
0: going for cell death or nerve dysfunction oh, yeah. and, uh, vomiting uh, we're not we're not gonna be talking yogurt.
1: about water today we're talking about the heavy hitters you have yeah, to drink like whatever 10 gallons of water in like five minutes to die and that's that's pussy shit we're going yeah, for the barely any of it and if you even look at it the wrong way you're dead
0: yeah yeah and um, specifically these are are used to murder people there's really no other reason <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i mean something that this is this poisonous as this list it's really not going to be an accident most of the time it's deliberate because no. some of these on a list are you can't even find them in nature they've been developed by humans in mm-hmm. order to kill other humans that's With, like, right great success
0: great success um, but yeah, mm. we're talking about stories like you know the angry housewife who slowly kills her husband over the course of a couple months mm-hmm. with arsenic. That's a classic, classic, classic example. Classic poisoning of all those shows that type of stuff and more crazy stories about really important people. So oh yeah, yeah. So Get let's into Oh, it Joe. What's what's one of the all time greatest poisons? Have you got any rat poison? Yes, sir. What sort? It's called Rat Killer. It's just a powder. You put it. What's on it the made effect? of? What's it do? Why do
1: they die? Speaking of a housewife killing their husband, this one must have been used hundreds of times for this exact example. And that's my first one on the list is arsenic. Arsenic, arsenic. poison. Coming in hot. Arsenic. Coming in hot for our first one on the list alphabetically and might be the most popular poisoning. It might have killed more people than any other poison I have on this list just because of how prolific and you know proliferated it is mm. in society. I mean, we used to use it for wallpapers, makeup. Decorations. I mean, this particular uh, metal element was all over the world and kind of like the Roman Empire using all lead pipes before realizing that it's killing all the people there. They just didn't realize at the time how poisonous and deadly it really is. And now, you know, it's a huge problem if you have arsenic in anything um, and the people make a good use of it now. they, they make sure that's not in the wallpapers and you really shouldn't put it in your makeup or any of those things. So I wanted to go into into arsenic here. So usually people are being poisoned by arsenic is an overdose from groundwater, because it's an element you can find within the ground throughout history, people are drinking water and in, in puddles or wells, not realizing that this is metal inside it. And it's really not visible. Uh, so it, it can just be in the middle of, you know, a whole glass of water you're drinking, you're actually slowly poisoning yourself. An acute poisoning of arsenic, if you have a bunch of poison all at once, it can cause vomiting and bloody diarrhea. Sounds like a fun time. You'll pretty much mm. know right away if you have acute arsenic poisoning. And acute versus chronic is just acute is a lot at one time and chronic is over a long period of time. Chronic arsenic will cause uh, cancer and skin discoloration. So the slow poisoning, you won't notice it right away. It'll just slowly start to uh, eat you away. Yeah. yeah, do you have any... Uh, Mur- wife murdered husband stories there's a there's a couple of those ones for you sure you know i don't have any of those
0: the, but i got I it's a classic I got, put
1: it in his coffee every morning and then hopefully one day it just well, drops dead
0: we didn't touch base about this but i do not mm-hmm. have a husband kills a wife or vice versa story oh yeah but i, when do I think of arsenic of- i immediately
1: think of the stories i've heard of wives using arsenic because you used to be able to buy it basically at a store back in like the 20s and 30s and you still- they were they would just put it in whatever and you're not supposed to use it for that
0: yeah know? so I, I think you still can buy it in rat poison right because that's kind of what or do they not they stop selling it i'm not sure
1: about that i have another one on the list that was used frequently for pest uh control and rat poisoning something mm, like that yeah. but they, they probably do still have it in some substances you know for sure but wow. just not in people's wallpaper anymore because it's just yeah a bad look
0: yeah the source of this arsenic is one we didn't mention yet but we've got All time greatest true crime in Maine, the state, from 2003, April 23rd, 2003. Mm -hmm. Walter Reed, with the same last name as me, uh, well, Walter Reed Moral, everyone called him Reed, heard that there were leftovers from the bake sale the day before at church. Oh, me. So they'd be the perfect pairing for some Swedish coffee uh, that they could all enjoy after going to Mass. Yeah. So, that's where this all starts. So we've got New Sweden, Maine, population six hundred.
1: So that's a town in Maine called New Sweden. So I I've never it's heard like of that before. Five
0: hours north of Portland, Maine. And guess why it's called New Sweden. Its where the uh, the Vikings landed? Well, the Swedes landed there a couple hundred years ago, fifty one of them to start. And it's uh, currently an inbred uh, bumfuck main town that has 600 people derived from 51. Most of them can. <laughs> most of them can. Uh, All blonde hair, blue eyes. Most of them can tall. trace their lineage to uh, those first 51 people that landed in that town. That's how. Uh, that's how you know where we're at right now. Wow. And uh, and uh, of of those 600 people, uh, 16 of them really like coffee. <laughs> um, this at, 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 below the church at, you know when you go to church you go downstairs and eat pancakes and have coffee and that type of thing so, I would
1: like some java please some cool yeah and it says the they order. like
0: they drink so the big thing with this this um, story is that they like strong Swedish coffee and to, drink, to be a Swedish person who lives in New Sweden, Maine descended of 51 people a couple hundred years ago mm. um, they drink black coffee and it's incredibly bitter and strong and that's what they call Swedish coffee I didn't know that was a thing. Did you like uh, that's coffee? news to
1: me? I don't associate uh, coffee with Sweden at all. Uh, but I guess all those uh Scandinavian countries, if they're gonna have their coffee, I can't imagine a bunch of sugar and a bunch of cream and, and hazelnut flavor. I picture it being bitter and probably cold and awful, much like life is there.
0: Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. So, um, so they like their coffee, and um, of the let's say you know. 50-something of them at mass, maybe even 80 of them. Um, 16 folks decided to have a nice cup of strong Swedish coffee. And the first guy to notice something was was Walter Reed Morrill and his wife. They went to the church, had went upstairs to church, and then had their coffee. And everybody who had this coffee, all 16 of them, said that there was, and they love bitter coffee. There was this extra aftertaste, this a weird bitterness. They drank in many ways. <laughs> even more
1: bitter than usual, just how we like it
0: even more than usual and walter was a good guy he was a um a guy who the whole town um of of new sweden liked because he kind of he picked blueberries for a living and then he then he worked on like construction for the other just a guy of many trades to keep keep the ends meeting and um and uh he is the first one to get very sick after having this coffee so he goes to the hospital um, oh boy hey hey one second
1: you're frozen right now i don't know am i frozen for you no no oh, no you're good now
0: okay so uh walter reed moral goes home starts p- literally puking his brains out Ooh, um, boy. and that's problem number one so he went to the hospital no one knows what's going on he's the oh, first shit. one there and then they within- only know
1: it's not spoiled milk because they didn't put any cream in the coffee at all
0: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yes, that would be my is-
1: first thought you had coffee yep. you probably had bad milk and now you're puking but mm-hmm. that's not the case
0: yep Um, so yeah, it's definitely just the coffee or it's the water, but, um, uh, yeah, so he started puking his brains out. He had heart surgery recently. Like he's not someone who's like in the condition to be going through this shit and, um, shit's really fucked up and he died within, um, like a day, but within that 21st, 24 hours, the rest of the 16 people showed up and they overwhelmed the hospital. And, wow. That's like
1: and, half the town showed up at the hospital at the same time. That's bad. Oh yeah,
0: exactly. I can imagine this is a hospital that probably has 30 beds total and one ICU bed. Yeah. And, uh, and those, it already, they already, probably have 15 people in those 30 beds. So 16 people show up like at once.
1: Yeah. Um, that's not good at all. Not good.
0: Um, not good at all. So they get there and, um, they're trying to, no one really puts the piece together until one nurse is like, Hey, they all came from, they all went to church yesterday morning and they asked some questions and then then they then the CDC was involved immediately cuz they like this sounds like there's a real problem here you know, walter, an outbreak there's an outbreak of something yeah. so walter reed Morrill um dies uh again like i said within 24 hours of this like he got so sick and died and he had a heart <sighs> condition and wow. basically yeah. arsenic will put you into cardiac arrest like most other things will mm. and um and something interesting happened with the story too is that so we're, you know- uh, I'd say it's not... pretty
1: interesting so far. I know, but, but there's so
0: much to it. So, wow. and it's a story, this is one of the ones I wanted to find because not everybody's heard this one and it's so close to home happened in 2003. So yeah. 9-11 comes in this story for one reason. Um, it's- They because, thought it was anthrax? Uh, no, um, well, they didn't know, but no, because, because of the anthrax scare and because of 9-11 and terrorism, um, the main CDC requested that every hospital has antidotes for poisons. So if there's ah, a mass yeah. poisoning, they have antidotes for these type of things. Yeah, so, Homeland um, Security
1: they, getting involved.
0: Yeah, so they weren't, the the antidotes, they just took a recent request too, but they didn't make it to that hospital yet um, in New Sweden. Oh, but, you, ha-
1: you hate to hear that people yes. are taking precautions but you're you're the ones who didn't get the spare tire before the flat came around like it, it you have to all do it at the same time or what's the use you know yeah
0: exactly but they did make it to portland so portland oh, right. okay. so they able to get these back these um antidotes there pretty quickly but walter died um oh. and um but it wasn't it just took one nurse who started to put the pieces together and then yeah. realized that this is this is a, so she did that first and then the antidotes came walter died and then um everybody's horribly sick. Uh, and then five days later, the next guy dies. His name is Eric Marcison. Um, and at this point, another person, uh, within a couple of days goes into a medically induced coma. I mean, oh these God. people are getting sick over time and it's fucked. Yeah. So, um, and that's
1: so something that to run. look at going forward too, or like, you're taking a poison. You're picturing like in a movie, you, you drink the cup, your mouth foams up and you, you grab your oh, chest and you yeah. collapse over. But just because you don't die immediately doesn't mean that it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. These, these substances we're talking about today, they could be your death sentence and you don't always die immediately. Sometimes it takes a long no. time, but it's just as inevitable as if you did. Uh, the, yeah. Sometimes even cyanide and
0: stuff like that doesn't, it, it takes, it take a lot of these people die next day or within a few days. Like yeah, you it doesn't know. necessarily kill you immediately. Like we said, within the movies with the foaming and the right, uh, the screaming and the, you know, like when, when mice eat, you know, mice poison, they literally like almost explode immediately. I've seen it right um or within a few minutes it's terrible but yeah this is this is over time like the guy said he got home and he started vomiting his brains out and then these other people have a, probably a similar story and kind of just waited out a little more and didn't have as much of it or didn't get as sick or whatever but i yeah. mean eric markison definitely did he died and then again another guy dale was in medical coma another guy was in a coma um and the thing is so what they so now the fbi is involved the fucking main state police is a real big problem they realized that and and again the arsenic did show up in blood tests (sighs) what
1: i'm just gonna do this when you're frozen from now on but you're good again i I, actually as me as soon as i notice you're frozen and then you get upset about it it unfreezes right away so i'm just gonna put my hand up from now on and then you'll know and then as soon as you react it will unfreeze
0: yeah, keep it up, and then when it goes away, put it down. I we'll do my best.
1: But I, I guess, just want to mention it now because I don't want to ruin. You're in the middle of a good story here. and I'm fucking it up, but I just don't. I'm, I'm probably going to put pictures over when you're talking. You're frozen, but it'll be annoying if I have to do that for the entire podcast. That we'll yeah, no, see that's okay though. Yeah,
0: as long as we have a solution, I just don't know what the fuck the problem is. So um, keep going. So, sorry. So uh, yeah, so FBI is involved. Main state police are involved. They're trying to figure this out because yeah, we have uh, a predicament
1: here. This is not an accident. Something's see, happened
0: here. This is pretty clear. So yeah. Um, and then they tested our ar- It takes a few days for the blood test to come back for a toxic, toxicology and blood test. And it's clearly arsenic. Right. So they realized, again, this has all come from the church. So they went to the church and they tested the water. They tested the fucking hosts, the wine, mm-hmm. the bread, the this, that, the other thing.
1: They brought in the FBI and a priest to make sure it
0: wasn't <laughs> demons in the water. <laughs> exactly. They want to make sure that was the case. Um, We're exploring all
1: our avenues here. We can't just leave anything get out.
0: All out of the way. So. Um, uh, they got a massively positive result from the coffee thing. <laughs> like it's all arsenic, huh? Coffee pot arsenic, big time. They're like, this was intentional. So oh boy, um, that's, that's not groundwater. That is a poison. Not groundwater. This is a lot of arsenic. So um, they interviewed everyone at church that day, um, except for one guy who wasn't there that day, but's <laughs> usually there that day. <laughs>
1: on the textbook most obvious suspect
0: yep his name was danny bondison danny uh, danny bondison was uh not even a suspect besides the fact that he was not there that day because he was he he donated stuff to church he helped he he wouldn't replace his neighbor's roof for free like he was a nice he was a really
1: he was a nice god-fearing man as
0: everyone a a genuinely nice god-fearing man and it wasn't even totally clear in the story, but this, the church people did piss him off. He had a problem with them.
1: He was wrong. I, I mean, also love that, too, where if you just showed up and you acted like you drank the coffee, they would have taken much longer to suspect you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But The fact that he yeah. refused to show up, you're immediately suspect number one. So you almost pulled it off, but you fucked up
0: right away. Yep. Fucked up right away. He did not pull us off. So. Um, so everyone put the piece together that this guy might be the one who did this. Yeah. Um, and they went, uh, so they drove to his house, which was, which was like five minutes from the church. And, mm-hmm. uh, he went answer his door. They got a warrant went inside and he has shot himself in the chest. So, oh boy. <laughs> he so, wanted
1: to save his brain for science the reason why shoot yourself in the chest that's always it a sounds weird like move. the
0: most miserable way to go out like yeah oh more, sp- i'm less man, miserable
1: than shooting yourself in the stomach like uh junior sayout did because he had oh, cte yeah. and he shot himself in the stomach so they could study his brain but i never get that you're gonna kill yourself just shoot yourself in the head oh my
0: god do anything else the chest are the you chest? serious dude?
1: yeah it's insane
0: man that's like the worst place just don't eat even- what's
1: he's fuck? like i want my i want my funeral to be open casket when no one
0: shows up because i'm a fucking mass because poison- I, oh, I, I, I poisoned the whole fucking church i love that yeah.
1: too go, go to church every weekend help people do their roofs and you're, you're a great guy everyone thinks you're great uh but uh guess what you poison people so who, everyone acts like you're all good you're goody two shoes for doing a couple of favors for people but you never know what people are really like you know they, they end up acting like they're all great and they're a fucking saint yeah. meanwhile they've just poisoned 13 people or something like that that's crazy uh yeah it was uh i mean clearly he did it he wouldn't shoot himself in the chest just for being accused
0: yeah so he shot himself the chest because the day before he went to a lawyer and just said all right that's what i did um yeah and didn't really get good feedback from the lawyer about how well he's going to do for the rest of his life um, <laughs> the lawyer's like wow you should probably kill yourself <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and now the lawyer's like, "Shit, I, I probably shouldn't have said that." Uh, yeah,
0: shit. Okay. Well, I guess not. All I'm right. glad he
1: did. I mean, I, that's but, gonna be a hard yeah. case to beat in this town, and the jury's not going to be unbiased when half the, the
0: residents are fucking poisoned. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's. It's not looking. It's just not looking yeah. good for him. Yeah, it's not No matter what he does, Danny Bondison. They get the so, warrant for
1: the, the, the uh, two gallon jug of arsenic he has in his house. Like that might be. So a, this is why it's this evidence.
0: is why the story gets so interesting. So. All right. Um, so a little about Danny Bonison. Again, nice guy replaces things. His primary job was he was a potato farmer. So he had his own farm and he grew potatoes. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he wasn't
1: Swedish. He was Irish.
0: <laughs> exactly. I don't the know. One, one Irish it, guy. It sounds town. pretty Swedish to me. But he looks um, like Danny
1: Bonaduce. Thinking of Irish people with that red hair. Yeah,
0: yeah, Danny, uh, Danny, Danny. I mean, he's probably he's probably half Irish, half Swedish. Only the good half. Only the good half. Yeah. So he's a potato farmer, and um, these days, uh, potato farming, they spray sulfuric acid um, over the potatoes because you know obviously they grow underground. Ground they have that thing, and it it like helps them die faster, so you can harvest potatoes easier. Um, oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's why they kill crops before they harvest them because it just makes the process easier yeah um and um and that's important to know what i just said because i'll get that in a second because we want to get back to uh what he said so he's not dead yet when they picked oh another
1: up. bad reason to shoot yourself in the chest he could i don't i it, <laughs> you don't want to wake up from that you there, really don't want to wake up
0: but he could have he could have seriously been uh, shot himself in the chest and then done the What's the uh pineapple express, the guy in the the thing that you think he's dead? He has the neck brace on. <laughs> yeah, he, he's right. shot like a hundred times. And then like he's like, What? No, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. You like he's like just <laughs> he just he's he's in the barn just trying to die. Track of mud in here. Mad said, you got British knights on. I ain't seen anybody wear them since nineteen eighty seven.
1: No What the hell are you doing? Ted told me to kill him. Well, how about a little fucking discretion here? See? See right there. You see it? You catch it? See what? You used to not give a fuck about discretion. I think you pulled somebody's jawbone off. I think it. You was ruthless. You was ruthless, man. What the fuck, man? You shot me in my stomach. I'm gonna die now, probably. Then I had you all over here for dinner. Fish tacos. This is how you do me. <laughs> ah! He's like closing his eyes. <laughs> Stay like, with us yeah no, he just
0: like he just closed eyes like he's like all right well i'm gonna die now and then he just, he's like does something that movie happens and he doesn't die he like gets back up he's like uh uh-huh, okay
1: <laughs> yeah he gets in the day and goes saves his friends
0: yeah exactly yeah, gets, i forgot
1: and- man rose before hose i forgot <laughs> that
0: yes yes exactly masterpiece of the movie so anyways, the so, so please pick him up he dies three hours later at the hospital that do surgery on me didn't make it fuck him um oh good yeah but he did leave a suicide note.
1: The last thing you want to do is show up at the uh, the trial and you have to testify with one of the tracheotomy reporters. <laughs> I, I am not guilty. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah,
1: this is a mockery of the judicial system.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he, uh, this, so I'm not going to read the whole letter, but he said, "I," which is interesting. He wrote a letter.
1: This is yeah. before or after he shot himself in the chest? Before. Gotcha.
0: So um, the interesting thing is that there's a lot of conspiracy around this because they think he might not be the only person who did this. But I also um, see no reason why he couldn't pull this off solo. Yeah, one person can all. easily do this. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking the thinking about poisoning. Easy.
1: We'll we'll find out from the more stories that it doesn't take a whole team of people to do it. If you have the substance, no. you can kill a lot of people. You don't it's need the to way just...
0: this, The way he did this is way easier than it's exactly what you think. So anyway, so he said, "I acted alone. One downpour judgment ruins life." but i did wrong okay i thought it was something i had no intent to hurt this way just an upset stomach like the churchgoers did me wow
1: so he sounds like nate he doesn't know how to text but he wrote this out so he had some time shout out to
0: nate from cdc or (laughs) ctc ctt whatever it is yeah exactly yeah
1: what the fuck you thought they're gonna get a tummy ache (laughs) <laughs> is, you don't use arsenic put epicac and make them all puke have you ever heard out of frank yes, i know or, or maybe or laxatives eye, or eye
0: drops i
1: sure it's daily Same yeah yeah thing. i mean you don't need to put arsenic that, that's a poison It'll kill people yes seriously so a um, fucking maniac uh pretty stupid they gave topic. him a tummy egg what are they what are they hurt his feelings i want to know what they did to him i'm so so curious.
0: he didn't think that a dose of like a half a tylenol's worth of arsenic per person would kill them you yeah. dumb fucking idiot. Have you watched a fucking movie? Anyways. So um Well,
1: he definitely doesn't not know as much about arsenic as you'd imagine a poisoner would.
0: Yeah, he definitely You think you
1: need to, it's like using a gun for the first time. You want to go into shooting spree. It's like you better know how the shit works before you start using it. Because you're gonna yeah. go to prison for the rest of your life, anyways. You well, might well he, obvi- right.
0: he obviously has fucking no clue about no. this shit because he shot himself in the chest thinking that would work. Right yeah, either. I mean he fucked and up then-
1: basically every single step of this program. The only thing he did right was poison everybody.
0: Yep, <laughs> exactly. But he really fucked up. He can't even kill him. All I mean, this guy really is it just uh, his, his measurement skills of like, oh, yeah, I'll just do this and shoot myself dead center, miss my heart. And uh, hit a bunch of other shit yeah, he shot himself to hours, hours to die, <laughs> hours to die if you shot yourself in the chest. God damn. Dumbass. And you then, oh yeah, I'll put some so. oh, yeah, I could pick anything else to put in the coffee, um, but I'm going to choose fucking arsenic.
1: Yeah, and, why don't you just be like a gentleman and spit in the coffee like anyone else would?
0: Anything, any body fluid, just do it. Just don't. Yeah, or piss
1: in the coffee, like that guy who got fired. You ever see that clip of the guy pissing in the coffee pot and he gets fired that week So they have a camera inside the office of him pissing? No, I need to see. Maybe we can show that. He only got fired because they looked at the cameras. No one, because you don't have to go to the hospital for drinking piss. No, you know? no. So they, they only, they wouldn't have ever found out. So, you know, yeah. I'm not saying that guy is a hero either, but I'm saying there's smarter ways to go about revenge than uh, committing mass murder.
0: Yeah. He just wants them to have diarrhea. Like what, is, what is this dude? Yeah. Anyway, he, so, didn't
1: think it, he didn't think it through. I'm not going to dwell on it.
0: Yeah. So it's interesting. So, so this is pretty much the whole story. Um, not too many people died, but um, everybody got sick who drank it. And Danny yep. Bondison is dead and where did Danny, Danny Bondison get all that arsenic from. I didn't know this. I so, do want to
1: know that. Yeah, please.
0: Yeah, that's the important part. So I was like, all right. So how do you get arsenic? Because I know that you can get rat poison and stuff like that. But rat poison comes in crystals, and it would be still kind of sketchy to pull that off really well. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you want the liquid, the
1: liquid form where it's it's uh, soluble in the liquid, so you can just drop yeah. it in something. That's the good yeah. form, which I'm sure I mean, you can't purchase the good stuff. that anywhere. You'd have to have he a the, lab.
0: He had the good stuff, and here's where he got it. So he's a potato mm-hmm. farmer, and I mentioned sulfuric acid. So, um, yeah,
1: but you keep saying acid though, but you mean to say acid, right?
0: Uh, yes. Well, the first time I was like, oh, you know, I just put out a but yeah,
1: acid, right? Okay, good.
0: It's acid, not acid. Yeah. All right. Um, So sorry. My accent is, uh, (laughs) it's getting you got that, uh, New England accent, New England accent. Yeah, Let's drop some acid this weekend, dude. Smoke some hashish. Fucking acid. So, um, he is a potato farmer and in 1995 they banned arsenic from our agricultural uses they used to spray it on top of potatoes to do the same thing the sulfuric acid does oh, okay. so a lot of guys um a lot of old farms like that in the middle of Maine have you saved uh, it for a rainy
1: day he goes ah
0: I'm not gonna get rid of this yeah, quite no, yeah this might, might come in something. handy let me just check keep just so they can find these old metal cans of of um arsenic yeah and he had one of those and all he did was while everyone was upstairs at church he went downstairs and made a pot of coffee
1: wow i like how he so stayed a, for eight years and pot he's pot like what am i gonna ever use this for like oh i know just just the thing
0: i want everyone to have diarrhea <laughs> that's well, what
1: use it for you're you are uh, you got that accomplished unfortunately you're now a murderer so that's yeah, gonna
0: Peter be a murderer and uh the sad thing is that um after the people who didn't die especially the ones who went into comas not even counting them just oh the God. amount of internal damage uh, that these people had. They, the doctors and theorists think that basically if you're exposed that much arsenic, your body ages like 20 years. There's no so, coming back from it. Even no if you survive the initial again.
1: poisoning, you, you yeah. tore yourself. But that's, that's awful. Yeah. You're pretty fucked up. Yeah.
0: So that's a story about arsenic. So what do you got next, Joe? Wow.
1: Wow. A good old Danny Bonaducci over there. <laughs> poisoning Bonaducci all his friends.
0: Up in New bitch. Sweden, Maine.
1: That, that's awesome, man. That was a great story. Thank you. Uh, so my little anecdote at the end was just that uh, actually Napoleon Bonaparte, the Napoleon, died from arsenic poisoning. But much like I said earlier, it wasn't, or historians don't believe it was a deliberate poisoning. They don't think that anyone like, went out to kill him. Uh, they think it was just probably groundwater and arsenic heavy metal poisoning. He didn't realize he was drinking that on uh, uh, wherever they, now I'm like an idiot. I don't think he was. France? But they, they, um, they sent him, they exiled him to an island. I know he's from Corsica. I don't think they sent him there to die. Whatever island they had him go die on, he died on that island. So he had 13 times the safe amount of arsenic in his uh, bloodstream when he died. So he did die from arsenic poisoning, but it just wasn't, uh, Danny didn't put it in his coffee. Let's put it that way. I thought that was interesting. No, Napoleon, interesting. after all the shit he went through, he died from arsenic poisoning Oof. and probably by accident. Yeah. Poor guy. Strange enough, you know. Well, you know, he... he, he He's, he's still famous and he he obviously did a lot of terrible things. To
0: him. Yeah, he put his
1: time in. I mean, we're not as mad about him as other more uh, common military leaders or more modern I should say, but I mean, the guy did start an entire war. I mean, it's not the whole world, but it's all of Europe and he tried to conquer the world. He's one of the last guys that people are okay that they tried to take over all of Europe. They're like, "Oh yeah, he's a good look, he's got the hat, he, you know, he's a great general, he's is awesome, whatever." And they still allotted as like an amazing historical figure. But he is obviously another person who said, I think that we should conquer Europe. And it's not that long ago. He tried to kill millions of people and take over the countries and take it for France. I mean, he's got to be one of the last leaders that people are okay with him invading other European nations and taking them over. And getting all the way to Russia. Yeah, it's great. So I thought that was funny. Napoleon Bonaparte gotten taken down in the same way as poor uh, Walter. I think
0: it's crazy. Is like back then... You know, so what year are we talking, 1700s with him?
1: Oh, no. He died in the late 1800s. Are you shitting me? He he was famous in the, like, early to mid-1800s. Napoleon is, like, picture, like, the American Civil War. Napoleon was in France running shit during the American Civil War. I'll double check that, but that, that it's not the 1700s. It's, it's 100 years after what you're thinking. People had cannons. They, there was, like, pretty, the printing press, all the shit. And he was like, let's conquer other nations. You know, it was, it's surprisingly recent that he was invading other countries in the name of France. It's
0: very strange. That's very strange. People were using this uh, kitchen here uh, while he was still alive.
1: Yeah, your house was most likely built before Napoleon Napoleon died of arsenic.
0: House plastic. was built in 1850. That's uh... there. You go. Isn't that fucking weird? People have been here making fucking bread and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> mac and cheese. <laughs> all, sure, all, yeah. All, all that shit. While Luckily, there's uh, no uh arsenic in, in the groundwater there. And, and you know oh, having, I mean in your undisclosed location. I didn't mean that having goldfish <laughs> and stuff, like you know, all the snacks and you know sure, yeah. Goldfish while while Napoleon Barnett's still got 50 years left to die. Yeah, he's slowly dying from arsenic crazy. poisoning, and he's got no yeah. idea. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Anyway, so that was his okay, real water
1: Lou his water and his loo. All right, I'm sorry about that. All right, it's okay. Uh okay. Oh, move <laughs>
0: do you do poison?
1: Uh, no, sir. Just holidays. This is a, a travel agent, sir. What I have on the list is another... Uh, I kind of I kind of grouped them together, or kind mm-hmm. of similar uh, poisons here. My next one is another metal element that can kill you, um, and it's in a lot of uh, different food items. We've definitely had it in our body throughout our lifetime. We might even have some in there right now, but in a very minute amount, it's not mm. so dangerous. as mercury. Yeah, mercury can be found in most seafood. Uh, strangely enough, the way that. But do you know
0: why it's found in most seafood?
1: Uh, no, besides the fact that it, it's processed and stays in the body of seafood. But why is it found in seafood?
0: Yeah, so I didn't know this because I was like, I was like, what, you know, like, all right, cool. I can't eat this. I, some fish absorb it more than others and yeah. whatever. And I'm like, so what? Why is fucking mercury in seafood? Like, is this a. Obviously, it's an element, but. Um, you know yes. we shouldn't have mercury in our bodies, and neither should fish. Fish. I just thought that it was like one of those things, like like arsenic or like, yes. um, you know, uh, lead or you know not lead, but lead, but not definitely not lead, but it's there. But like other things that like aren't good that show up. Um, was like I lead, figured lead. that was the
1: same case where it it occurs naturally, and then just because of the the way that it's diffused through the bodies that they absorb yeah.
0: it more. Yeah. So, however, the mercury that fish are getting is not is not natural um it's coming from,
1: is it is it something to do with humans
0: yeah my guess yeah. all of it yeah pollution is it's from boats basically wow yeah so the, it's so polluted that most seafood
1: has it in and yes there. Yeah.
0: and the fish that we eat don't their body just for some reason that type of fish doesn't absorb as much but things like tuna and mm-hmm. fish and uh even like striped bass um, absorb it way more than say like cod or um uh Helmet. haddock or like sure, the fish yeah. that we usually eat have less mercury in it than some fish for some reason their body just processes it differently that's strange yeah uh, that but yeah was... mercury bad but it's
1: so it's so well spread out that like almost every seafood item has it in there and like yeah. i said in varying amounts and a little bit of it won't really harm you mm-hmm. um in the form that the fish are absorbing it in but it's still strange it shouldn't be a part of all seafood to have a, a heavy metal element that can kill you every yeah, time you eat it it's
0: fucking crazy so um yeah so what's your do you got any stories about that or yeah things? i i like, do actually so
1: there? So, you know, most people that encounter mercury, like we said, it's, it's just a small amount, but if you have increased amounts of it, it can start to affect you poorly. And what it does is it affects your nervous system, which I'm sure that we'll find that a lot of poisons do. And that's one of the quickest mm-hmm. ways to kill people is it affect their nerves, because once you start shutting down their nervous system, they're fucked. So in a long-term mercury poisoning can lead to muscle weakness, numbness, poor coordination. Basically your nervous system starts shutting down slowly and you'll find yourself dizzy, you can find feel falling over like you're drunk and you can't really stand up straight. You lose your um, your sense of balance. But in a concentrated dose, in its organic form, that's called diethyl mercury, where you can find it. Uh, organic meaning not as, a, oh, it's, it's part of nature. It, when it binds to carbon, in this case, it becomes very severely damaging very quickly. Similar to arsenic, where once you ingest it, you cannot undo, you can't unring that bell. There's no way to get out, out of your system. Not good. And, and I do have a story that's about diethyl mercury that's scary as shit. So there's a woman who's a professor and this is in 1997 where the story takes place and it's in New Hampshire. So not too far away from Maine. So her particular uh, discipline is heavy metal toxicity. So she's studying things like mercury, probably arsenic, lead, things like that. Poison metals that if they get, too saturated in the human body they'll cause you to die so she knows what she's doing this is her profession she's not accidentally running into it she knows what she's working with and she's using diethyl mercury as a salt um a solvent in her experiments and she's got latex gloves on she's wrapped up she's all being safe protected she takes it in an eyedropper it's all separated and she's dropping it into her experiments working with heavy metals and one of the drops from the eyedropper gets on her rubber or latex gloves rather And she goes, oh, that's not good. So she takes the gloves off, washes her hands, cleans up, finishes her day of work, thinks nothing of it. And uh, it wasn't until two months later where she's at her doctor uh, doing a checkup. And she tells her doctor, you know, anything strange happening? She goes, well, I've lost 15 pounds and my, my abdominal sections kind of hurting me. Like I have a tummy ache. I don't know if I have like a, some kind of stomach bug or something. I'm losing weight. And the doctor's like, well, I'm not really sure we can run some tests and see what's going on with you. But within a week of that initial doctor visit, she begins to feel those effects of mercury. She starts to lose her balance, her coordination's off. She's having trouble even walking around her house. So they check her in the hospital and they say, well, something's obviously wrong here. Can you think of anything that might've happened to you that would have caused this? And she brings up the fact that she dropped that one little drop of that liquid mercury on her rubber latex glove, which she took off and cleaned up like a professional as what she is. She took all the precautions she could And unfortunately, we know this because of this case that diethylmercury, it can seep through latex gloves. And all it did was seep through that glove, touched her skin two months earlier, and it was a death sentence. And she had no idea. Living her life this whole time, normally thinking everything's fine. within Within the initial visit when she's feeling abdominal pain, a month later, she was in a complete vegetative state basically brain dead. She couldn't recognize pain. She was on a ventilator and she slipped into a coma and she could not be saved. It, it was as soon as they realized what had happened, there was no reversing it. Even if they had realized a week, two weeks earlier, it didn't matter. It was already in her system and it was destroying her brain and nervous system. And unfortunately, all they could do is try to make her as comfortable as she could. Well, her brain slowly slipped away and she died. And uh, that's all it was an eyedropper. One little drop of diethyl mercury on her glove that she was wearing for protection. And it was a death sentence for her. So now, uh, people, obviously, there's new regulations about how to handle diethyl mercury. You can't use latex gloves anymore, but they wouldn't have known that if it wasn't for the case of this poor woman who wasn't an idiot. She took all the precautions she could. And uh, unfortunately, it shut her entire brain down to the point where she couldn't even
0: recognize her uh, That's own family. Absolutely insane. There's yeah. mercury. That. Yeah. However, I was, I just did a little research. I just want to know. Cause like, do you remember as, did you, did you have as a kid, um, mercury thermometers? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Before digital there, we had, for those people who were born after fucking 2000 or listen to this, um, we, yeah, I a little red stick and it goes up and down depending. Yeah. On the yeah. And it has so. a metal end on it and you put it in your mouth and it was glass. The whole thing was glass. Um, that's a mercury thermometer and mercury is liquid at room temperature.
1: Yes. Um, but like it's also, it has a silvery hue, like a shiny yes. metal shape, which the yeah. thermometers were red.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it had a, it moved a red thing, but the mercury stayed at the bottom or something. I don't really remember, but, um, but that's a, that's a mercury thermometer, but that's a slightly different mercury than diethyl mercury. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just called metallic mercury. So it still is horribly poisonous but it won't do that same rapid destruction, right? Um, as diethyl mercury from like a teeny drop that seeped through a glove. I mean, that's yeah. Fucking insane. Yeah it's, yeah, it's
1: absolutely wild. But yeah, I think that it's, uh, you know, it's obviously a vestige of an older time. Mercury is a super cool element. The very fact that it's a metal, it's one of the only metals that's liquid at room temperature. It's li- liquid yeah. metal. Usually, you have to heat it up yeah. for a thousand degrees and it's you know white hot. But this is like a silvery metal. You can. Drop on the table and see it spill in all over the place. It's liquid metal at room temperature. Very strange.
0: It's very strange. But yeah, very not
1: strange. as deadly as the diethylmercury. I don't believe. I don't believe that diathomercury, you can be found in seafood. It's it's mostly the metallic. Yeah, uh, mercury, I bet diethylmercury
0: is something that has to be like. But yeah, once it's bonded with what...
1: the, those carbon atoms, uh, fucking forget it. I don't even. I don't want to ever be around that. That's terrifying. I'd yeah. almost rather have died that day rather than spend two months deteriorating and having no. Alternative at that
0: point, you I just watched that. a movie last night about a guy deteriorating. It's called The Fly, and, um, <laughs> and he's another you know,
1: professional he was, scientist.
0: It takes him a, some time after going through the t- teleportation device that he made, that where a fly snuck in for him to start breaking down, but like start mm-hmm. with some hairs, and then it started with this, then his ears are falling right. off, and his fucking face is getting crazy. And all things, oh, well, ah, yeah, full blown fly. And by it the time he realize
1: what has happened, it's already too late.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, it's too late. That's a fucking great movie, though, anyway. So um name another poison of an all-time greatest poison that we can So that's mercury do you do poison no sir just books this is a library
1: silly question do you do books about poison uh the next one is the last one i had that that's um well those are the two that I had for the elemental base ones but this one is gotta be maybe the most famous poison of all time it's gotta be up there and that is potassium cyanide
0: coming in big a big hair habit. potassium cyanide every uh every spy movie you've seen exactly soluble salts such as potassium cyanide That's and including sodium cyanide but um they are this is the one that gets you quick this is the
1: one it's the it's the, it's the suicide pill you hide in your cheek and you yep. bite down and they try to interrogate you or i i believe that even uh, adolf hitler Shoot down on one of those cyanide he pills take one yeah he's a, he pussed out after killing six million people he couldn't handle it
0: um biggest pussy of all time gotta be and uh cyanides are are like a byproduct of bacteria fungi and algae weird mm.
1: They can also be found in uh naturally occurring substances though like yeah in uh, almonds mm-hmm uh, which is funny because a lot of people think that cyanide smells like almonds so that they, they describe that if you can smell it within the room Interesting. but strangely yeah. enough the almonds actually smell like cyanide that that the scent you get from the almond is actually that that potassium cyanide sent to them but it's such a small amount that it's it can't affect you whatsoever it's like a microgram of it so you can eat all the almonds that you can fill with your stomach you'll never be able to kill yourself with cyanide poisoning, but that is the same chemical that's in there that gives them their scent. And some people actually, their genetics don't predispose them to smell it at all. So some people can't smell um, that cyanide smell whatsoever. Not like it would matter once you come into contact with this stuff, and you ingest it, it's going to be tough to get out of it. What it does is it binds to the iron in your bloodstream, which makes it impossible for your red blood cells to carry oxygen throughout your body. So once you can't get oxygen throughout your body, it's the same as being suffocated to death. Your brain's dead, your heart stops beating, you're done. So basically, it strangles you from the inside by not allowing your body to carry oxygen throughout it anymore. A lethal dose to kill an adult is only 250 milligrams. So it's not very much, um, but it, that's just enough to fit in a pill, and then that'll do you in.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, typical multivitamin.
1: So uh, you can find it in apple seeds as well.
0: Yes. It pays yeah. A lot, though. yeah. A lot of seeds. Yeah. I've read that as well. Yeah. That is uh that's a crazy one. So yeah. we've got some real good stories for cyanide. You guys ready to put your seatbelts on strap in. All right. What's first, um, quick one first, then we'll get to the, we'll get to the real fucking mine's from fire.
1: 1982. So I, I imagine that's I'm pretty recent. Uh, so
0: visible. my first one is uh is 19 uh what 1920 where are we at here? We're in um 1916, sometime right. in the course of the night and early morning of my birthday. Ooh, um, boy. December 30th, 1916.
1: Just before the new year. It's almost 1917.
0: It's almost 1917. We're in the and- throes
1: of World War One, and I'm sure people are uh having a grand old time
0: all over the world there. Yep, and one of our friends here who shows up almost every podcast somehow in 1916. Reoccurring themes in this podcast.
1: What was that? You always have these reoccurring themes and characters in the podcast. We don't pick it deliberately. They just keep popping up.
0: They do, and and our friend uh, Gregory Rasputin is one of them.
1: <laughs> Rasputin, making a comeback on the show. Love to
0: hear from him. Yep, love to hear from him. Thanks for visiting again. You're always welcome on this pod. He is uh, you and your big, big old brain, beard and penis that the chicks loved. So I think that's cool, man. Um, He was a love machine. Love machine. But the Russian nobles were really eager to end his influence over the royal family. So what do they do? The first thing they do is um, they invite him over for dinner. And uh perfectly innocuous at first. Have have dinner with us. We've had dinner so many times. Have some dinner. We're gonna I know you heard we fucking hate you, but don't worry about that. Have some food, have some wine. Yeah, just come over. We're gonna talk about things. We know this fucking situation here, and the royal family is being hidden, and we're gonna probably kill them shortly, anyways. But we're not gonna tell you that. Um, yeah, it
1: smells like revolution right about now in Russia, but it smells
0: a lot. People don't really
1: know it at the time,
0: especially people like
1: uh the czar.
0: Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly so um so sat him down and uh gave him some fucking food and wine laced with cyanide <laughs> whoops nothing happened <laughs> so that just as to his legend
1: it's like it's very possible they didn't put enough in to kill him i mean 250 you know. milligrams is not very much but it's not easy to come by especially in 1917 but it just adds to his legend that he he could not be killed that was yeah. one of the things about it. oh yeah 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 human error of his sorcery they, they, witchcraft idea that this guy's immortal
0: yeah they might have fucked it up but i mean i, I have a feeling they're probably like, we're let's really fucking kill this motherfucker yeah i'm sure uh, they
1: didn't they didn't you know half-assed they're probably put in what they thought was the right amount or or maybe it was it's crazy
0: and but it, yeah there's no they had to have known what they're doing anyway so uh well,
1: Russians are great at poisoning, as we'll find when we go down the list here. Oh, so many good ones. So, It's one of the um, best pastimes.
0: So he didn't react to it at all. Um, so they shot him like point blank. Um, and uh, oh, that man. didn't work either. Yeah, he's so. immortal. <laughs> didn't work either. <laughs> he's an immortal him. witch. What are you going to do? Yeah, so. Um, magic powers. So now he's trying to get out of the palace because he's like, all right, it's probably time. <laughs> See, I think I wore up my welcome here. Uh, or, or did you make any friends, honey? Not really. Not really. One of those moments. <laughs> Real, one of those moments. We of those moments uh, a, yeah, I
1: mean, we talked uh, about him in the past, but he really did, for what he had to work with, it's like going to the casino with five bucks and walking out with a million. I mean, he really okay. made the most of it. He could not have done any better than he did. He already did more than anyone could have in his position, for oh, sure. I mean, he had the ear of one of the most powerful royal families in the world, and he literally was a homeless guy who basically would be considered like an insane schizophrenic ranting and raving guy in the woods, naked, smelling like shit. And he he ended up having the ear of the queen of Russia and making decisions for the entire company and more than her ear. It's a (laughs) metaphor, but yes, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, had her ear and all all other other orifices for sure
0: so uh
1: fascinating guy
0: yeah so uh, a stand-up guy um mm, and mm, he
1: i don't know about that i know we disagree i know you love him but he is a real real piece of shit i think he's very impressive though uh,
0: he did some influence people really uh think he's the he is the, he actually i think so um so our buddy from last week is uh the devil himself and i think rasputin's the devil incarnate oh nice they're they're, they're the s- same ill yes they have a very similar title um, yeah for sure, our friends, friends alex crowley and, oh, uh, you know that and they Heal. both
1: uh people are very susceptible to new ideas and if you can do something for them then they'll worship you and believe whatever you have to say and they both yeah. had that in common they were very they good they at sure spinning did. a yarn both silver tongue yep. devils mm-hmm. that uh that likes to bone which many cult leaders do
0: yep so uh so anyway so he's now running away because he's already been shot and um and poisoned by a- science so he's had cyanide. He's been shot, uh, and he's had his feelings hurt. And right, which might be the worst of all. They're making friends. It wasn't a yeah. good day. Um, and uh, he uh, decided to run away because it's not a good place for him to be. And they shot him again, and then beat the shit out of him. And then, <laughs> and yep. then, then finally, they wrapped him up in rope, uh, still not dead, and uh, tossed him into a freezing river. Um, Bad way and, to go. Uh and his body was discovered um uh, a couple days later. And right after that, the Bolshevik revolution um did its thing.
1: He got he got out just the rest of time. the family
0: was murdered. He was the first of them to go. So not yeah. that the, not the not that he was a Romanov, but uh he was inside He was treated
1: like one though, yeah. before he was yeah. murdered for sure. Yeah, he
0: was their number one resource. Absolutely. Well and they probably cut
1: off his dick and put it in the jar for uh longevity. I want to keep it the way it was. That's right.
0: So that's cyanide story number one. I have cyanide story number two. That's interesting. Do you yeah. want to
1: take a quick uh, break? Actually, yeah. You? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. That's good. Okay. After a nice long day of getting to explore the signs and sights of New England, nothing refreshes you better than... Gatorade. Is it in you? Oh, yeah. So so this is our second story about cyanide here, which I, I still think is probably the most famous poison in the world. Maybe not the most widespread and deadly, but like when you think of people being poisoned, you're probably thinking about cyanide.
0: Yeah, almost always, like I said, in the movies, the suicide pills, the necklaces, the right that yeah. type of stuff. It kills you really fast. Like it's not like it's a multi-day event. I mean, it probably could be if you took less of it, but
1: um, yeah. But usually, when you're trying to kill somebody, you, you once that um once it bonds to that uh, iron in your blood, you can't yeah. carry oxygen anymore. Yeah. That's good night, nurse.
0: Yeah. So imagine your the cells in your in your blood have uh, your blood cells have. Like receptors that are the same shape as the oxygen it binds on, cyanide just fills them all. So oxygen can't even get in. Yep. Not good. Not good. It is the
1: quickest way to kill somebody. It's funny because if it takes like three weeks to starve to death, a week to dehydrate to death. But if you get your oxygen shut off, you can die in a matter of minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Like your body needs all those things constantly. You, You need you need all those things, but really oxygen is the number one thing where if you don't have it for even over a minute. You start to have permanent brain damage and beyond a couple minutes, you're definitely not making it. It's crazy how much we need oxygen constantly all the time. It'd be like if we were jeweling oxygen every moment of our life. It's the craziest
0: thing. It's insane. So anyways, (laughs) let's let's get back to cyanide. Please.
1: Yeah, let's hear another story about cyanide.
0: This is the most famous one. There's nothing crazier than this at all. And it's under the leadership of Jim Jones jimmy jones
1: you jimmy know we jones. love talking about cult leaders on this podcast oh, and how yeah. dylan loves them all and respects them and thinks they're cool and
0: i think they're pieces of shit yeah oh yeah this is one guy i don't think is cool so um <laughs> jim jones is the the leader of the people's temple agricultural project better known as jonestown which is a remote settlement in guyana jones by the people's Temple. started with
1: around 100 people in america and said uh the government's getting a little bit up in our business here. You better bring it down to South America. If we bring Mm -hmm. enough money, they won't give a fuck, which is still true.
0: Yep, exactly. But yeah, U.S. senators went down there and checked things out because of before, uh, just things were, it was just, it's just getting out of hand. I mean, there's like a thousand people um, who were members of this cult who lived in Georgetown. sorry. It's hard to keep all those
1: people happy, especially when their kids are there. Some of them are going to complain about the awful conditions. And then if they hear about a thousand U.S. citizens going down to south america and getting abused and people think you might have to check that thing out make sure everything's on the up and up
0: oh yeah exactly and and there's minors there too there's you know a quarter uh over 30 plus percent of them are minors
1: families yeah
0: and there's guards with guns and crossbows and all sorts of things that is protecting jim jones and and his followers and his sex cult and his you know hundreds of wives and all these theories about going to It streets. is the quintessential
1: cult, the Jonestown. I mean, it really is it the, the, the It standard. is the
0: definition of a cult. Yeah. And um they became so, really famous on November 18th, 1978. Yeah, what
1: happened to those senators? Did they did they successfully hide all their misdeeds when they went down there or did something uh cataclysmic happen?
0: Something cataclysmic happened. So, um the senators went down there and they started off um uh by saying that things were basically in Good terms. Yeah, they greet
1: them at the airstrip. They they roll yeah. out the red carpet for them. They showed them, you know, when they they do the Disneyland tour where you see all the the wooden standups and they go, oh look, everything's fine here. It's a small world, and they give them the, the tour of it's like the dictator tour where you have emissaries come in, you show them all the good shit, you know, like in North Korea, you show them all the the fun shit. You have to stay on this track. It's a it's a ride you go on. If you get off the track, you start realizing that this is literal hell on earth. Yeah, and they took the senators on the everything is all good tour. And told all their cult members, if you say anything, you know what's going to happen to you and your kids. So make sure you lie to these fucking guys.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's weird because the they, they, senator said that things are basically in good terms. And, um, and none of the people he interviewed wanted to leave. Um, yeah, that was and,
1: deliberate. He made sure oh, all people course. who were uh, disenfranchised didn't get to talk to them at all. It's, it's, it's a small dictatorship cult.
0: Yeah, no, it is no, absolutely, but but they said in the report like even if two hundred of the nine hundred plus people here wanted to leave, I'd still say you had a beautiful place here.
1: But mm. despite
0: that report, Jim Jones said I have failed, um, and uh, Jones maintained that all is lost. So even during that whole thing, he already decided that this, it's time to fucking peace out. So
1: yeah, um, well, do you you know the the extra part of the story where they shot and they shot one of the senators in the yes. airstrip. Yeah, okay, did. I don't want to roll it. Yeah. It's like, why do you think all his losses? Because he knew as soon as a senator took a bullet, that mm-hmm. the next thing coming down oh. here is the U.S. military, and I don't care how many guns you have, that's not going to last. Yeah. For Jim, they would have saved all those families if the military came down, but they wouldn't have saved Jim.
0: They wouldn't have saved Jim. So. And you
1: know, uh, uh, any good cult leader knows it's all or nothing. Either I save us and we all live, or I die and we all fucking die. Any good cult leader knows. We all die if i have to die either i can have you or
0: no one can and he knows it's time to die so he convinced so what he did was uh during this time he prepared a large metal tub with grape kool-aid, Kool-Aid. and he added uh dip in promethazine chloroplobazine, chloroquine chloral hydrate valium Ooh, and not the so we've got a whole bunch of nice cocktail uh, going <laughs> painkillers and <laughs> benzos and uh nice. is um is actually benadryl and oh, i didn't know that uh promethazine is what uh, people put in um uh i think that's scissor um it's an Lean. antipsychotic but that's like uh like sprite and promethazine yeah uh, uh Drink. yeah so it was well, not about these other drugs but like a lot of fucking drugs and then cyanide and then recorded death tape which was 44 minutes um and uh have you heard that have you heard some of that tape that is harrowing i have heard it i watched (laughs) a show about this a while ago it's It's a rough one not good so anyway so um yeah you've got nine hundred and what seventeen deaths um Right, What is it, was
1: 150 or 200 of those were children who had no, no say in it? 304
0: whatsoever. of them were children. Even more
1: than that, holy shit.
0: Out of the 918, um, this is mass suicide, mass murders. I'm called suicide. Yeah, it murder. was mass, mur- yeah. Yeah, mass sure. murder. Mass um, murder. And, uh yeah, fucking bad news. So- and they, had, they had the
1: parents feed the kool-aid to their kids and then drink it themselves afterwards to make sure because they knew if all the parents died first the kids would never drink it so they had to make sure they to murder the kids first so they wouldn't get wise and then all the parents who were all wrapped up in it would be crazy enough to kill themselves afterwards
0: yeah
1: it would have saved everyone a lot of time if jim just drank it first and then everyone said all right let's want to go home now fuck this that'd whole be thing so funny i mean but of course great. any good cult later you got to drink it last you got to make sure everyone's dead before you drink yours
0: yeah, but it'd be generally funny if that happened. Like
1: That drink. would have been great. That would have been a happy ending to a terrible story if just he drank the first cup and everyone
0: said, you know what? This sounds like shit. This is going to be terrible. Yeah, it's a crazy fucking story. So that's pretty much the story there. Wow, yeah. I mean, um, that's,
1: that's one of the largest poisonings that you can think of on the list here. I mean, that's 900 people, 917 yeah. people. Until
0: 9-11, it was the greatest single loss of American civil life. Holy shit. Yeah. I didn't even
1: think about it that way. That, that's wild. Yeah. And it was partially voluntary. Uh, I mean, people were brainwashed, but it wasn't like it was a, a massacre with guns or an, an attack
0: from outside America. It was a cult poisoning their own people. Just so fucked. Crazy. It's so fucked up. And he uh, so. But however, that's not how Jim Jones died. He uh, he shot himself. Of course. Yeah. Not in the that's chest it. either. <laughs> no, I think he is. It said his, his left temple. Um, yeah. yeah, that's the way you,
1: you actually want to get it done the right way that you. Gonna yeah. go for the head,
0: yep, yeah, it was pretty fucked up. So, real peace. Yeah, so, shit. that's a cyanide story, Jonestown. Um, shit. yeah, and, I know we we're gonna you know, talk
1: about Jonestown at some point in this podcast, but I thought it would be during a cult
0: episode. But yeah, that is a good Oh, uh, well, no, we we got a cult episode coming up, and it's we have probably to, yeah. we're gonna talk about Jonestown, we're probably gonna talk about it again. We'll, we'll more get, get more into about it, what made it so special, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. That is
1: wild though. Yeah, my cyanide story comes a little bit more recently than that, but not much. And uh, it's not as a massive scale, but it caused more panic in the United States than the Jonestown thing did because everyone thought they could be the next victim of this. And this is in 1982 in Chicago. Have you ever heard of this one?
0: 1982
1: Chicago cyanide story? Cyanide story. Once I start talking about it, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about here. I don't know. uh, Because it's called the Tylenol Murders.
0: Ooh, Tylenol murders. 1982,
1: someone was lacing Tylenol capsules with potassium cyanide, walking into pharmacies it. and putting cyanide inside Tylenol containers and screwing the top back on, putting it back on the shelf. It led to the deaths of eight people. People were dying every day. They had no idea why. They were just taking Tylenol they bought from the local pharmacy and they were dropping dead. And it wasn't until they got to the hospital that they were able to test the toxicology report and realize that they died from a cyanide poisoning. What the hell happened? And all they could think of was that they were taking this Tylenol. So obviously they reached out to the company saying, you might have to do a, a recall here. We got people dying from your Tylenol. What the hell's going on here? But it turned out is what the story was. There was a individual or perhaps more than one person going in and actually adding cyanide to previously packaged Tylenol containers. It wasn't anything to do with the factory or anything to do with the actual company itself because they all happened within Chicago itself. So eight people, unfortunately, died from this. And Tylenol was forced to recall all of their products in the entire United States. So it was only happening in Chicago, and they must have taken a big hit, even a bigger hit than Kool-Aid took after the the Jonestown thing, whatever, how many billions of dollars they had to spend. And this is actually the reason now why every single over-the-counter drug is made in a tamper-proof seal package. Before that, you could just open it up, close it, and that was it. Now it has the the child protective has the plastic seal over it. It's all part of the process to make sure this never happens again. People can't just walk into your local Walgreens and start putting cyanide in there and making people kill themselves. The scariest part about the story, though, I think, besides the fact that you know, people die without even realizing it, is that this person has never been caught. There is no indictments. There is probably hundreds of suspects, and there's been no charges ever brought up. And after 1982, no one has ever died from cyanide poisoning in Tylenol. And now, like we said, not only Tylenol, every over-the-counter drug has to have a tamper-proof seal because of this case, um, but scary. This person's never been caught. Who knows That's what else terrifying. they
0: did? That's crazy.
1: That's we'll cyanide for you, folks. Scary That's shit. cyanide.
0: Do you do poison? Uh, no, such a shit. This is Skegness. Don't I know it. Let's hear it. Next one on the list. Next one on the list. We have VX, the nerve agent. Joe, do you know anything about VX? I do
1: because I have on my list nerve gas in general.
0: Okay, so tell us about nerve gas, then we'll, we'll filter it down to VX, then I'm going to tell you a story about VX. That sounds great.
1: Uh, so yeah, n- nerve gas is one of the scariest things ever. They use it in like action movies and shit Definitely it's just, the scariest. it's horrifying uh, it's altogether. Point. It was actually developed in Germany in 1936 as an insecticide, so a pesticide to help kill insects part of a pharmaceutical and chemical company there in Germany. Called
0: IG Farben.
1: Yeah. And uh, in Germany around this time, there was a couple of people in charge that really put their boot down in a lot of different things, as we know, in 1936 in <laughs> Germany. Definitely. And one of the things required for them is if any company that was German came up with anything that was potentially to be used as a weapon for the war effort, they were required to report their findings to the... Uh, the Nazi party and let them know about it. So if you didn't tell people you developed this agent, you were actually going to be, I would say, put in prison, but more likely murdered, uh, as they were known to do. So yeah, it was developed as an insecticide, but they accidentally figured out how to make this substance that was liquid at first, but it became gaseous in uh, open air. And it was called Tabin, which is the first nerve gas that was ever made. Uh, it was accidentally leaked to the scientists that were working developing it. These men immediately felt dizziness and extreme shortness of breath, and they had to spend three weeks in the hospital to recover just from the small amount that seeped out when they were working on the substance. So, of course, they go to the uh, Nazi party. They go, I think we got something here for you guys.
0: It's going to be be big.
1: This is pretty cool. It's going to be big time. Yeah, so yeah, it's going to be huge. I'm telling you. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, nerve gas, it does not need to be inhaled to take effect either. It can be absorbed through the skin. So, even if you're wearing a gas mask in a room and your skin is exposed it's the same thing as being affected by it It goes right through your skin and it affects you immediately it almost i mean even faster than cyanide really it causes people's pupils to constrict profuse salivation uncontrollable urination defecation so you shit and you piss yourself immediately because you lose all muscle control totally and if you lose control of all your muscles that includes the one that helps you Uh, inhale and exhale, and as well as your heart, which is also uh, used as a muscle. So victims die within minutes of initial exposure. So if you're in a room with nerve gas, you're already dead. And uh, even though it happens so fast, the amount of shock your body goes through, it must feel like hours uh, to go through that experience of being poisoned with nerve gas. And it wasn't until a decade later where people kept developing. And obviously, under the Geneva Conventions, Chemical weapons are not legal, um, but other companies started to develop their own version of this, including the United Kingdom, and it went on to make the newer versions of nerve gas that were labeled uh, sarin gas and mm-hmm. VX, which is the one that uh, Dylan's going to talk to us about today. Yeah, yeah, VX. They're yeah. all they're all very similar uh, molecules, just slight differences, and you you know you uh, copyright it. And VX is uh, one of the newer ones they made in the fifties
0: yeah yeah and vx is labeled the second most deadly of all of poisons uh for human beings uh, just because it's so potent it takes so little of it and you die so quickly Um, absolutely nuts so um so we've got our friend uh and uh worst uh human alive kim um, jong-un by far the worst person on earth right now um Mm -hmm. uh he's got this uh cool brother named kim jong nam and uh kim jong nam cool family yeah cool fam um kim jong nam fled north korea and said fuck my brother he's a piece of shit fat loser and i'm gonna go i I love western culture i'm gonna go watch movies fucking watch porn uh fucking all the fun stuff uh drink beers smoke some weed just have a good time go live in switzerland for a while go live here for a while uh go do all the school shit and uh, i love schools- that too
1: you know you're you're so involved with the north korean government so even though you're not the leader you're definitely at least to blame for a lot that's going on there you're reaping the benefits and you can just leave and go to europe with all the money you have and go oh i don't like that guy that guy's a bad guy so i'm all good right yeah and, and then and yeah it was fine people were like oh yeah you know he is a bad guy we agree with you i i mean i just kind of opinionated but when he gets over there to switzerland and says i'm all good right i be like no no you're just I mean, you're not the leader, but you're just as so much as involved as he is. If a person cool. who's a civilian left, I'd be like, all right, you're all set. But this guy is a, an inner circle member of one of the most oppressive governments in the world. I'd be like, sorry, shouldn't have came here. You should have gone to fucking another country that not give a shit. But we're at Switzerland. We're part of the European Union. We care. You're going to prison immediately. You don't yeah, get to well, hang well, out and drink is, beer. He didn't,
0: he didn't want to be involved. So his, his whole idea is that he just wants to go live a quiet um you know life of what in western culture doing things that other people do and not be like a big deal you know it's it's pretty easy for him to fit in just yeah. doesn't tell people who he is and they go oh you just, you just look like another korean dude who's you know whatever um, yeah i hear
1: you there's a lot of people who left germany in the late 40s and went to argentina that thought the same thing i don't want to be a big child, i just want to no, live know, my life he, out quietly and over here. didn't
0: do anything wrong he just he uh, left as soon as he could he just and, reaped
1: the benefits of it the
0: whole time. He didn't order the killings; he just got rich off of them. Yeah, I hear you, but he didn't want that, and he I think he was offered the position before Kim Jong Un first and denied it. So Don't quote me on that, but I feel like that's that happened. I don't think um, so,
1: but uh, I hear what you are saying, though. he yeah, no, he, like, he, he, he could have he, 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 he had he all had this the shit. power. He could have kept it, and he left. He said, "I don't, I don't want any of this. I don't want to be part of this."
0: No, no, this is true, dude, because he was the older brother to Kim Jong Un. Um, yeah which means he would have got it first, um, but he didn't, he didn't want anything to do with the Kim dynasty.
1: But his, his, well, he must have refused it beforehand, though, because his brother was named the leader before Kim Jong-il even died. And this story takes yeah. place well after Kim Jong-il's death, so it wasn't like...
0: Right. Yeah, but he must have, he, he must have said, uh, I don't go want in to advance. Meet. I'm going to go with other countries or whatever it is. So right, right, anyways, right. this story takes place uh, with our friend Kim Jong-nam, at the Kuala Lumpur airport in 2017, and I think that's in Indonesia. And um, this is probably
1: our most recent story, too.
0: Yeah. This is, this this is very recent. I, I remember recent this being in the
1: news. Like, this is very recent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, February 13th, uh, he's, he's on his way to board a flight back just home before to Valentine's
1: P- Day. He must have had to cancel his dinner plan.
0: Oh, I know. To, to Macau, M A C A U, uh, which is where he lived. I don't know where that is. But um, all of a sudden, you've seen the footage, right, Joe? yes oh yeah it's crazy the airport oh, it's in the, yeah, at the, the airport. airport yeah he's in the, yeah. there's a random airport terminal i'll
1: see if i can't he, find it for the podcast it's
0: yeah nice. definitely put up there i mean uh viewer discretion advised this is yeah. this is not good it's not That's a good fun. not a good one but he gets especially pushed when on you the, hear
1: the rest of the story for sure yeah
0: yeah so he gets pushed on the floor by two women and they press a handkerchief to his face and he and and then this is what happens and this is that they, they did the tests and turned it as vx um and he uh um uh so what happens with vx is it it's different than um cyanide in that it's a nerve agent like joe said and specifically it blocks um uh, has something to do with acetylcholine um uh and it's, it's a, the chemistry is a lot more sophisticated to somebody who doesn't understand this like me yeah in, or me yeah or joe um <laughs> but so, like, it's not as simple as it just blocks uh iron or binds iron receptors. It does more because we're talking about nerves here. So, it's yeah, it's the quick way to kill
1: someone is to shut down their nervous system completely. And uh this nerve gas, they call it that for a reason. That's the common name for it because what it does is just fucks your entire nervous system up and then you have no other choice but to stop living.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could read this off to you, but it's like a lot of words and it's, the the, the one sentence I can say that I still don't even understand is that, uh, VX is an acetylcholine esterase inhibitor. It works by blocking the function of the enzyme acetylcholine esterase. So for those of you that understand that good for you, but what happens is, is you inhale this or you get on your skin. It doesn't take a whole lot of it. Um, this nerve agent, um, makes all of the muscles in your body start spasming so um almost immediately you have uncontrollable muscle movements physically on your face and your arms and your legs and your hijacks
1: like, your entire nervous system
0: higher thing and then as it moves through your body it um it does that to your diaphragm you know which moves your lungs up and down
1: yeah um, don't forget your lungs don't breathe on their own your diaphragm muscle is what it's taking that that uh that mm-hmm. billows or bellows rather yeah pushing it in and out as soon as you can't do that anymore that's it
0: or it's doing it on itself it's doing a random thing yeah, or
1: it's doing it rapidly yeah, or so not like all. Yeah.
0: all this shit happens eventually that affects your heart and you are dead but the crazy thing that happens to you with vx is that when it, you know as this has happened the last thing that happened to you is that it, it, it involves in, intense muscle c- contraction that stays the same so they end up dying in weird positions and they're stuck together and clenching their muscles like they can't they can't pull these people apart once they're dead um, yeah it, it contracts and uh, expands all the muscles and causes seizures and twitching or whatever it is and then you're just stuck and you see when you see him die he's like that's like he can't move it's fucked Absolutely. so kim jong so the story is so it gets even weirder because um they interviewed uh the uh they found the people that did it and obviously um You know, the story here with them is that they're they were hired by North Korea and they're fucking terrified. And the whole they didn't want him
1: getting out and talking shit about North Korea, even though we already know how bad North Korea
0: is. He was talking to the CIA. Um, they know that. Yeah. And um the two young women who were seen on the TV who approached him and smothered his face with the substance, um, they were apprehended almost immediately. Um, yeah, they're you know,
1: basically uh, martyrs for the cause. I mean, you really can't get away with that shit, even if you uh, are in yeah. a column. oh yeah, yeah exactly.
0: They, it just it's just better than going back to, to North Korea, honestly. So yeah. Um, and uh, however, one so Don T Huang, Vietnamese citizen and hair salon worker, and Sitsi, ICI, an Indonesian, they denied everything, and then um, and they would get, and then they were just Malaysian authorities uh, told them that they would at the very least be executed for this. Um, but- <laughs> yeah that's the other thing too <laughs> if, you're in, if you're in the southeastern countries they're, they're not really too
1: keen on spending a lot of time American in the judicial stuff. system
0: they just kill you yeah
1: that's yeah, not really yeah i mean america as uh, as harsh as we are in our judicial system they could spend you could spend two years in trial and then 12 years on death row that's not going to happen in uh, malaysia they'll, they'll kill you that week if they can yeah
0: so they didn't kill them and this is why it's so fucking weird um and again i said indonesia i meant malaysia that's where the airport was um malaysia yeah yeah yeah. so um they didn't get executed because of this story they both claimed that they were approached by a man posing to be a reality tv agent i love this part of the story the man would train them to rub lotions and creams on people's faces as pranks
1: it was a prank video
0: this is actually kind of genius
1: yeah. This is probably gonna happen again sometime soon. Some TikTok star is gonna go
0: to uh Guantanamo
1: Bay for doing the same shit to someone.
0: Seriously. Um and uh <laughs> it's so crazy. Um and they 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 did it, but they, they didn't did realize yeah. they had
1: VX, which is one of the most deadly substances in the entire world.
0: The entire world. I'm surprised they, they didn't
1: they... die too, actually. They, they weren't taking it very seriously, well, that's or they're alive. When
0: they first think that they're apps, they're 100 undercover because they would have to be trained to use the most to, to you know they could have just blown their nose in that for all we know you know like, yeah
1: of course yeah they could they could have just you know been playing with it you know they would have been dead before they even got to the guy so i mean do we know more about that story Were they just fucking lying about that because it seems strange to be yeah able to it handle says it says that they, nerve still, gas they were like
0: searching that. for the the actual culprits who trained them yeah and well there's no obviously evidence. more people
1: to be blamed than just them but i think they're to be blamed no, too if-
0: Oh, Of course, but they still don't have any evidence that these two chicks were actually responsible, their wow. trainers are nowhere to be found. Jesus. Um, and uh, yeah, like, however, they were seen changing their clothing and discarding their possessions before leaving the airport right after the murder. Um, yeah, well, after he dies, taken... you
1: probably know that the, the gig is up. This ain't a prank show anymore,
0: <laughs> if yeah. it ever was, right? Yeah, exactly. So then the chemist taken into custody for providing the VX to the women, so they have a person who gave that to those people um, Mm -hmm. was friendly with North Korea. Um, So, so the thing is, is that, you know, it sounds great that this is like, they said a game show or whatever it is, but there's just no way.
1: It's, it's too, it's too cute. It's too, yeah, I get it. If you threw a pie in someone's face and it turned out it wasn't a prank show. But I mean, like we said, we're talking about one of the most poisonous substances to ever be created on the planet. I mean, it's really no way you can handle it um, as a prank it just well and really this matter. is a
0: very powerful person in the world who's yeah. a fucking asshole but yeah, um, yeah i wonder
1: if there's any more to it with that aspect of it where it's like well we really can't blame these girls because of this that and the other thing i mean there's got to be more to the story than
0: well there's always pressure on those people i mean north koreans will do anything and anything because of so many different reasons but like yeah they were um you know especially since they were changing their clothes afterwards and stuff like that like they knew mm-hmm. they knew
1: And a lot of these people don't have passports, IDs, anything. They could have been given fake passports, fake IDs. I mean, as far as the world's concerned, most residents of North Korea don't have a name or any identifying factors whatsoever because they basically don't exist. They live in this hermit kingdom. So, you know, who knows if these women were even from, you know, whatever, Indonesia or wherever they said they're from. They could have just been lifelong residents of Pyongyang and they give them a fake passport and then you're off to the races and as far as the world knows that's who you are because you've never been identified any other way
0: at oh, all. Hey, you can escape North Korea if you go do this I'd do it
1: no I, I, I yeah. totally get that get aspect of of it for sure but it's one of the only places in the world that there's no identifying factors at all yeah. you can even leave you know countries that are dirt poor and you still have some identifiers but North Korea is one of the only places that you couldn't be nobody until you leave and then yeah. you're
0: yeah, That's, but they but they so know they knew who you are. If oh yeah, oh if they. Great know, grandfather, yeah. um, talked. Yeah, you, they they keep all of the records there for sure. American as, soldiers. As soon as you leave, 50s, it's like you're left with your twilight, family so. and your great grandchildren. I mean, it's a it's uh, something needs to be done with North Korea. It's the worst place in the Yeah, North Korea. Korea is probably the worst place in the world because not just mm-hmm. the fact that it's so
1: uh terrible to its own citizens, but they have too much wealth. To to be that awful, like they're not, uh, you know, in the bumfuck middle of nowhere, like Savage Kingdom. They are a a powerful nation for what they are, which is, you know, a, basically a the largest pro- prison colony in the world. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's that a is it a they, nuclear program. It's, they, it's fucking uh, insane.
0: They have to turn in, a, you know, a thousand pounds of shit a year per family, and they can't shit because they don't. They shit once every three weeks because they don't eat because the government doesn't give them food. There's uh,
1: propaganda speakers in their living room. Yeah. It's it's the most terrible play. I can't you don't imagine. own anything.
0: We'll talk about North Korea another time because it's obviously a good one. But they don't we will. Yeah, yeah. they don't own their shirt on the back. They don't own anything. No. Um, yeah. And like you said, even
1: if you want to leave, you're putting your entire family at risk, which is yeah. part of the and your idea.
0: neighbors and your friends and your fucking school teacher. They just kill anyone you ever knew.
1: Yeah. And their uh their best friends are one of the most powerful nations in the world that refuses to China. acknowledge them.
0: Yes. Well, they're supporting them. If it weren't for China, they wouldn't exist.
1: Yeah. Oh, and also here's China, here's China has China. prison camps of their own, so they might they might be of the same ilk there. You can ask Shit the people, the Uyghur people, horrible. millions of people in prison camps yeah. right now, uh, for so, sure. Fucked so, out. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, so so look, yeah, I, I, I do good. have a nerve gas story for you, but I want, then I want to wrap back around to a, a, things that are a little bit less poisonous, because after nerve gas, I have the most poisonous one, uh, but these ones are a little bit less. They're also famous ones, but nerve gas is like definitely, okay. on my That's list, I have me. a number two most deadly, because not only is it insanely dead, deadly substance, Substance rather. It's not like mercury and arsenic where it's naturally occurring. Nerve gas was made for the express purpose to kill people as fast as possible and as awfully as possible. And VX, like you said, is the most modern version because it's obviously completely illegal to develop any of it. But VX is the last one or the most recent one that we developed as humans in the 50s. It was like the big dog one. And hopefully it's the last one we'll ever develop, but who fucking knows? You know, North Korea probably figured out their own version if they got that.
0: Yeah, you know? it's terrible. And one of the reasons, just sidetrack, you know, like why okay. why you know they're classified as WMDs because um, go- they're typically used by the government to kill their own citizens. So their own people, yeah. Yeah, and the reason that it's 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 effective is because you can it keeps infrastructure in place. So you can gas a whole city. Right. It's not a bomb. It's yes. a gas. You can gas yeah. a whole city, and it kills anything organic, humans. Um, but it leaves the place, leaves the buildings in in place. So when you see people, you know, gassing countries on video and stuff like that, it's because they don't want to blow up all the buildings. It's really fucked. I mean, I'm glad that most countries agree that it's a terrible idea to develop mm-hmm.
1: chemical weapons because they really are not only to for infrastructure and money wise. Psychologically, they are not good. They are just debilitating i mean if you blow up a building it'll ruin the morale of a whole city but you can some people might survive you can rebuild but when people get hit with nerve gas it's just like you there's not even a chance you're going to survive you're already dead i mean the only thing i can even think of similarly would be something like an atomic warhead where it's like you're literally the psychological impact is just as much as the physical impact where it's like this is just the most horrific thing you can do to anybody that's why i hope they never keep developing the neutron bomb. Have you ever heard of the neutron bomb? No, what the hell is that? It's an atomic warhead that uh actually launches um neutrons all throughout the facility which is supposed to work in a similar way to a nerve agent where everything that's alive their DNA is ripped apart and they're killed but all the infrastructure stays there. So you can detonate the bomb, kill everything living in an entire city and then you can move in and take over the city as if it was still your own which would be, you know, even a more massive scale than a nerve gas attack, but the same idea. It's just horrifying. Yeah, that's not good. All together. it's really bad. But So yeah, I think the the most massive scale nerve gas attack that we know about, because it was actually never used in warfare. The last time chemical weapons were used in a massive scale war was World War One. even though, like you said, they've been used on countries' own citizens, but they're not used, as far as we know, on um, military actions because the repercussions for using them are so insane that... I mean, most recently in uh, Syria, they were dropping uh, chemical weapons on their own people there, too. I think it was um, white phosphate. Mm-hmm. Import. Um, was in Japan, which they have already had enough of their share of terrible things happening to their folks. And this one happened in 1995. So there was another cult story for Poison. The members of the Japanese cult, Amshinrikyo, I, never, I don't know if you ever heard of them, but that's yeah. definitely worth looking into them. Another uh, crazy cult. This was in the 90s. They got hold of sarin gas. I don't know how they did it. let look more into it. But they had five coordinated attacks in the Tokyo subway system, and they released sarin gas there. So not only are you have massive amounts of population there, there's no way for the gas to vent out. So you're having the most destruction you can in a small scale, and 14 people died from the initial attacks when the sarin gas was released in the subway system and nearly six thousand people were affected in some way and injured and survived but who knows what happened to a nervous system their organs or how long they yeah, died afterwards long
0: long lesson damage and sure and but yeah sarin I mean, is 500 times more toxic um than uh, than uh than cyanide is that's yeah i i don't know how they get
1: a hold of it but yeah that was the only uh, massive scale nerve gas attack that i know about and it was in japan yeah omori Shinrikyo, fucking maniacs and they uh, 14 people died that day what a crazy event there in the somewhere yeah. there so that's nerve gas for you. it is and however event.
0: you mentioned one thing to not forget um mm-hmm. so just to, just so we can make the list um yeah. uh don't forget that uh that polonium is radioactive that packs a double whammy because we talked about things that you mentioned already like you know the horribleness of a ton of bombs yeah that,
1: that's fun that's the number one that's my number one on my list
0: yeah. oh shit oh okay all right, all right, all right. <laughs> you're blowing yeah. through my list here you're like oh well, don't okay. we get the most the most the oh, most you're gonna i thought you were gonna go <laughs> right over polonium okay all right no you it's go.
1: the number one on my list yeah. at least yeah i got number i got number one man that is the most poisonous thing on the planet we've ever heard of polonium number one with the bullet you tell
0: us about it because i spoiled the whole thing
1: no no i mean i don't want to talk about it now i'll wait till the end we'll, we'll definitely we'll, we'll okay. move back around okay. to it because right. after that one it'll be it'll be like the uh the blue whale for megaphone it's like after you talk about that like what i mean it's just what everything it is. else is kind of small bananas in comparison to that you know yeah um but yeah, I will skip over Strychnine. Strychnine is another one. It's 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 like cyanide, but it only takes half as much. And they use that in pesticides for years. It was used to kill uh, Alexander the Great. They poisoned his wine with Strychnine. And it was until 2006 that they actually banned the use of Strychnine in pesticides because you know household pets were eating it by mistake and kids were getting it in their mouths. And it, it'll kill you. Only 100 milligrams will kill an adult human just with a little bit of Strychnine in there. And that's no good. But that wanted to bring you to ricin, which is another one of the big oh, time boys. You heard of ricin, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is only one letter away from rice, but it's not quite uh, not quite that. So ricin is another naturally occurring one. You can take it from castor beans, much like you can get cyanide from almonds. Um, but what that does is it halts the protein production in your cells, ricin. So your cells can no longer uh, survive. And if your cells can't survive, that's, that's your whole body. It's made up of all that. So Ricin will shut down all your vital organs immediately as soon as you start using it. All your cell production shuts down. And unlike cyanide or even strychnine, an amount of ricin the size of a grain of sand is enough to kill an adult human being. So one grain of sand of ricin will kill a person if you ingest it. That's all it takes. You don't even need a little bit of your coffee, have it taste weird, like arsenic, a drop of mercury. One little grain of sand of ricin will kill you and you, you can't get out of it. And I have a story involved much similar to the one that happened with North Korea. Do you know this one?
0: No. The, the
1: ricin poisoning. This one happened in 1978. There's a Bulgarian man who was a Soviet defector. He was like, I'm leaving the Soviet Union, much like uh, Kim Jong-un's brother. He goes, I'm getting out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I want to, he went to the, uh, the UK. He goes, I'm going to tell all the secrets, whatever. And uh, basically, as soon as he left, You know how Russia was still, they were then too. They go get after this guy and you gotta kill him. But they get a little bit creative like it. They couldn't find any girls to do a prank show. So they developed a special weapon Mm -hmm. system Mm -hmm. in order to do it. And what it was was an umbrella with an air gun on the tip of the umbrella. So this guy's waiting at a bus stop and this Russian agent, KGB, knows exactly who he is. He walks up to the bus stop, pokes him with the umbrella, and the guy goes, ow and he just walks on his way. What he had done is he had activated the air gun when he poked him with the umbrella. It launched a platinum sphere into his leg, and that sphere had one little grain of ricin in there. That's it. Good night, nurse, for you. And within two to three days of the initial attack, he had a heavy fever. was brought into the hospital, rather. And as soon as they... Like, the rest of the story is, as soon as they realized that he, he was poisoned with ricin, it was too late. All you can do is give him more comfort when he dies because all it was is a little poke of the umbrella with this thing. One little grain of say. read right about, about the story. It's yeah. so weird because he, yeah, the like, key like, the he remembered he
0: it and he fell over from it. And the guy was like, he just saw some guy who was like tying to shoe with an umbrella. He remembered that. Right. Then, yeah.
1: Luckily, he did. At least they knew that part of it because without that, we have no idea what you're talking about. But yeah. that's, I mean, it must suck to realize that, oh, that guy poked me and all he did was a little umbrella poke. And okay. what happened was I was poisoned with ricin. That's a big time one, ricin. Fucking goddamn. Notes. Russian governments. I mean, authoritarian governments, they have too much money and they can develop all kinds of creative ways to kill you because they could just walk up and shoot you with a gun because, you know, you're, the guy's going to die either way, but they get really creative about it. And they make yeah. it like, oh, it's, we didn't do anything. It must've
0: been your fault. Like, we, yeah, we could, yeah, like, exactly. Well, especially if a guy dies mysteriously and, and if he didn't remember or say something about the umbrella, they would just say he... Die of natural causes or something, they wouldn't even know.
1: Yeah, I mean, they they probably it's wouldn't have bad. known to test for any poisons, especially with such a small amount of it. I, I don't even know how you can detect that that far after. You have to probably detect how it affects your body. I can't imagine you'd be able to find that little amount if you weren't looking for it. Right. Um, I'm yeah. not sure.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure either.
1: But that, that's some scary shit, ricin, and uh, maybe from castor beans. There's a couple of weird news stories of a guy uh, getting arrested. He had like an entire batch of castor beans in his house and the cops are like what are all those for he's like nothing really <laughs> 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 nothing yeah <laughs> I, you, it's hard to actually extract enough ricin from castor beans to make it that little pure green of salt uh ranch sand it can lethal, be done. but can you be can done do yeah and that guy tried unfortunately right oh yeah do you have any other poisons on your list or do you want to
0: no i'm going right for the heavy hitter that's all i got ricin's um yeah again that's that's where i'm at man you know where i'm at so where are we at right on i have
1: two more before before the last the last hitter here one of them we spoke about during our raw milk episode did you do poison
0: no sir just cakes this is a patisserie sir
1: how many cakes could a human being eat i don't know depends how hungry they are very hungry really very hungry indeed well, i suppose maybe five little ones what if
0: you made them eat more like by force what if you made them eat six really big cakes could they burst could a cake hurt a person oh botulism
1: that's right botulism
0: yeah. oh yeah this one's a good one the- yeah
1: botulinum toxin which is yeah. again it's another naturally occurring one this particular bacteria called clostridium botulinum it mm-hmm. it produces this naturally this this botulinum toxin which is also called botox as we mentioned then too and uh basically what it does is it blocks as we spoke about it blocks the nerve messages from getting from nerve to nerve it blocks the axons off so similarly to the nerve gas it shuts down your nervous system and you get all shut down so when they put it in your face to look all cute it basically just paralyzes your facial muscles and when that happens to your body uh like i said before you can't breathe it's scary you can be completely conscious but you're whole body
0: can't uh yeah it's really a fucked up one it it, on. it attacks neurotransmitters so that muscles are unable to relax which is exactly what botox does they just do it in an right. acute area but god is that fucked up that this might be the worst one because you're completely it doesn't affect your brain it just yeah
1: your brain's still working but your whole body is betraying you and it's just all tight tensed up which means again you can't breathe you, you can't circulate your blood and you're fucked and uh Strangely enough, unlike a lot of the other poisons, which can be, you know, found in trace amounts or can be developed by a a government in order to be a chemical weapon, this one is just a bacteria that produces it. So it can be uh, used all over the world. It's probably killed more people than all of these other toxins combined, just because of the fact that it's so naturally occurring. There's still a couple dozen botulinum toxin deaths every year in the world, just because um, of food preparation handling transportation and proper storage of food in fact in 2017 in walnut grove california not too far away in the u.s like us a guy as poor son of a bitch bought nacho cheese from a gas station damn it yeah and now unfortunately, it probably one of those open air coolers they didn't keep it the right temperature Uh and those uh that botulinum toxin was in there and after the guy ate it uh he went to the hospital feeling ill. He spent weeks in the hospital on a ventilator before um, going into a coma and dying, all because of eating yeah. nacho cheese. And that's what a botulinum cheese. toxin will do to Man, you. that sucks. Yeah. It's insane that they use it as cosmetic procedures, but it's the same thing that can kill you within a couple of weeks, shut your whole nervous system down if you have enough of it. And it's just, uh, it's sold on the market. This bacteria shit.
0: Yeah. I can't believe people put that in their face. Like you, you have mental illness. If you, it is crazy to you know, you really voluntarily and, you want it. It's just mental it. illness. If you go, I want to look, I'm 50 and I want to look like, I want to look like I'm 30. You're not going to look like you're 30. You're, looking, you're 50 with Botox. So <laughs> and no one ever looks good. It looks terrible. It never looks good. And you're, you're injecting a really terrible, scary toxin that yeah. just makes your, it's, it's paralyzing your muscles is like, is sounds nice compared to forcing your muscles to not be able to relax like that's yeah forcibly crazy. tightened like yeah. it's like stuck like this like that's that's great yeah like, you're better
1: off super gluing so, your face in a position than actually putting botulinum toxin in because at least the glue wears off you know yeah the toxin will stay in there yeah that is insane that people actually volunteer for it. i think that's also a lot of people don't know what it is that's what they call it botox it sounds cute it's like let's go get a botox injection a little a couple here a couple here You don't want to say, Hey, we're going to inject botulinum toxin into your body, which has killed millions of people, (laughs) but you know, it's just the right amount, just the right spot. So, you know, I don't worry. I'm certified to poison you. That's okay. So uh, not to be worried about. Yeah, no, not good. Not good. So what do you got next? Uh, The last one I have before I last one is, uh, another naturally occurring one. This is another naturally occurring one. That's like, Mm -hmm. you know, it sounds strange enough. We talked about it again. We talked about botulinum toxin in our milk episode we talked about this one in our amazon episode this one is called a frog one yes it is oh, called what is that yeah. uh but traco and that one is found on poison dart frogs in the amazon oh rainforest. yeah such a classic one this yeah is it's uh, one of the most like the rest of this list one of the most poisonous substances on the entire planet strangely enough the frogs actually don't develop it in a vacuum yeah. So if they're raised from birth in captivity, they're not poisonous at all. It's because of the beetles that they eat naturally, they start to secrete the toxins that the beetles have in their system. So the frogs don't die from it, but they actually seep it out under their skin. Like all amphibians do, they breathe and seep through their skin. So the more the frogs eat these beetles, the more toxic they are, and it gets more and more concentrated. Wait, 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 wait.
0: Frogs breathe through their skin? Yes. They all
1: amphibians do.
0: All that movement is just coming through their, they're not like inhaling air through their nose.
1: Oh yeah, they, they do that too. But their skin oh. is, is like, uh, it's like osmosis. Like they, they have to, if you actually like covered a frog up in paint, they would suffocate to death. They need to breathe through their skin.
0: Oh, have you not seen, um, uh, what was that one? Uh, Goldfinger, James Bond. They painted a couple of girls gold. They died too. Oh, there you
1: go. And they're humans. Yeah, they're so hilarious. you never
0: know. Yeah. A couple of chicks naked. You paint them gold. They die
1: yeah yeah so if you have a uh you know whatever and if you have like a salamander or a frog as a pet don't draw on them with sharpie or do anything like that you're killing them like like they need to breathe through their skin don't fuck with them like that it's just not right um but yeah so these frogs seep it out through their skin and they actually have enough of this uh but to kill two dozen people just on their skin alone one frog frog. one frog yeah so if they, uh, obviously they use this for poison darts, so they call them poison dart frogs. They soak the dart in this, uh, toxin and they can blow it out and hit something. And I didn't realize that there is, uh, not only that it can kill that many people just with that one toxin, it's, there's no antidote at all. So Nothing. if you're struck with it, you're, you're going to die.
0: Yeah. And, we've uh, all seen, uh, we've all seen cannibal holocausts. I mean, they've, right. <laughs> have you seen that movie yet
1: we've all seen i have seen it but i'm not i'm not gonna put the clip up for the episode because that's, god
0: that's damn it that movie is hard to watch it is they, they the love darts.
1: i think we talked about it before but yeah yeah that's what's rough
0: yeah they love darts and uh <laughs> this is where those darts are coming they they turn them in there like a like a sharpen a pencil and they
1: yeah right
0: and then once people get hit they're like, oh yeah. shit. And like, you're fucked. Completely yeah. As soon as you fucked. realize
1: you've been hit, you're already fucked. You know, yeah, Much like you ricin already... or nerve gas. Like as soon as you realize what's happened, it's like
0: minutes, minutes, you're like, and you're completely fucked and we cannot help you like, sorry, not happening, but yeah. Yeah. That's the end. That's the end. That's you. the end. And it interferes with, you didn't mention it, but, uh, it, uh, it's a neurotoxin that interferes with sodium channel functioning. Right. Yeah.
1: So, well, well, basically, uh, your whole nervous system is based on electricity, right? It's weird to think about that. We are electronic mm. ourselves. We have electrical mm. impulses. That's why we can talk, breathe, move. We're basically shocking ourselves in just the right amount of way. You know, when you get tased, how your your muscles tense up, it's not, I, a, I don't know about you,
0: Joe, but I, 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 I haven't you got tased it. before, right? You never got rowdy at a party. No, but I did have a taser and it's terrifying to see that <laughs> that touches somebody. And it's like, yeah,
1: or if you even get shocked, you can see how your muscles tense up. That's the same way that your muscles are. I've electrocuted myself.
0: Than. That's more my language. I have. There electric- you go. Yeah. Electrocuted electrocuted it yourself. Three times. And I know exactly what that feels like. And I couldn't move my thumbs for a few hours. That's a great example because mm-hmm. all your nervous system is doing is electrocuting
1: you in just the right amount where you feel like you're alive and moving. It feels normal to you when you're getting electrocuted in just the right way, even the slight hand movements you make are electrical impulses moving through your body. That's how you move around at all. You are know, not just a blob. Um, so all it takes is a little bit extra of that to be seized up or whatever. So you can't actually just create electricity out of whole cloth. And one of the reasons why we can use that is the ion stripping that happens when you have things that are salts, iodized salt, things like that. That is what we have in our body. That's why if you don't take in any salt at all, you drink clean water for three weeks or whatever, you'll die, your muscles will stop working because you don't have that chemical that salt you need to spark that electricity within your body to keep you moving, surviving breathing. So you need salt and actually to move around and be part of a person. It's part of the spark that keeps you going electrical wise. So as soon as you block the salt intake to your nervous system, now you can't use it. And now your nerves are just as good as a unplugged tv from the wall and that's as we spoke before years goes dead yeah that's that that's that it's bad news i don't Um, think they're ever going to create an antidote to it because it's so rare for people to get affected with it because unless you're you're
0: getting that you're really in the wrong place yeah it's very
1: specific type of uh poison there so they probably will never make ones
0: are like, like even the amatoxin that comes from mushrooms and the the, the one that they oh should yeah have into- that that, that a toxic mushroom there yeah. yeah the one that they should have an it for and they they probably don't and I this is the one of the first things I learned about as a kid that fell in the same t- category as quicksand and um you know like really like quick things I was scared of as a four-year-old are things that I'm not sure a lot yeah like you before.
1: thought you're gonna run into it like probably oh, once quicksand was
0: a real concern of mine like that's gonna show up soon I gotta know what to do People um, tell
1: you tips. are like, don't move too fast, you know, hold on to the thing. And it's all these yeah. advice you had that you're never going to run into. So ever. much
0: advice about quicksand, but, but it seemed five, like you were gunna.
1: like, insane. you're like, oh, I'm probably gonna run the quicksand yeah. like this week.
0: Another piece of advice that I had that I've still yet to come across, but I do know about as a four or five year old, I was quite, quite the expert on tetrodotoxin. tetra toxin. Please tell me about it. Um,
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. I think that's the similar toxin to that blue ring octopus.
0: octopus yeah. About. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Newt's toads and some worms, um, but worms the, too. Huh? But dude, boy, was I like my, I remember my father being like, Hey, just don't eat puffer fish. I was like, I'm going to do my best, man. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's like, you have, to cut, you have to cook it
1: just just the right amount. Uh, in Japan, you have to spend like two, three years learning how to do it before you're certified to cook it. Cause you can kill people
0: yeah oh yeah and like but like puffer fish were a part of my life then because i played donkey kong they were everywhere in donkey kong
1: they are everywhere in donkey kong
0: and so i was like all right well i gotta remember that if something something comes up in the next couple years and i gotta eat a puffer fish just say no just say no It's not worth it it's not worth the risk people are dropping dead um but yeah that's exactly what it is um uh, it's another neurotoxin and uh, it blocks sodium channels, just like all the last one we talked about. Yeah, that um, seems
1: to be the way if you want to poison somebody the best way just shut off their nervous system. Yeah. It's not worth the, the slow, um, you know, debilitation of mercury, or the, uh, the oxygen blockage of cyanide just shut down the nervous system, they'll die real fast. Yep.
0: So this one takes around six hours to really feel the full effects, but you start off with loss of sensation and paralysis. Um, But once your diaphragm stops um, and you don't get put on a ventilator or an anesthesia machine, um, you're fucked. Um, And you could die before that. You're suffocating to death inside your own body. I mean, that's... Yeah. You just, you just, you can't, your autonomic processes like that just stop working. Um, That's if you don't go into cardiac arrest first.
1: right. Yeah. All these things you take for granted, even when you're sleeping or not paying attention. I mean, I've been talking to you this whole podcast. I haven't remembered to breathe in or out one time, but that is a biological function. My body's doing constantly. It takes the nerves to move my diaphragm and I have to constantly be breathing in and out. And as soon as that process stops, um, this podcast is going to be over because if you ever break up with me, I'm not going to let you do the podcast anymore.
0: And you're gonna you're gonna use the puff you're gonna eat a puffer fish straight up i will eat a puffer fish straight, straight up now. I'll eat a puffer fish that's how it's gonna happen <laughs> I will swim with a blue ring octopus if you ever leave this podcast Ooh, the blue ring octopus is quite the thing man is that where that went where, is that where the same chemicals coming from the blue ring uh no the blue ring
1: is actually a, um, a evolutionary a aspect yeah they yeah basically it's the same as the poison dart frog in the sense that they're so brightly colored to warn predators. I don't want you to, to fuck with me because as soon as you do, we're both going to die. So mm-hmm. get the fuck away. The blue ring octopus, the same thing. When they're about to bite, they will they have that blue ring that shows up on their skin. It's not, you know, that's not the actual toxin. That's just to warn predators like, hey, you fucked off. Let's yeah. both get away. It's like basically like pulling out a gun and being like, let's both walk away let from let this. do
0: it. Yeah, yeah like,
1: let's both just go home. No one wants to be part I'll of this I'll do shit. it,
0: but I'm not going to, don't let me do it.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Ooh. so it's a it just evolved in the same time it's like uh two branches of a tree growing together they said we're gonna be brightly colored and toxic because all the frogs that weren't brightly colored got eaten and they died and so did the predator that didn't solve anything did it, nope, yeah. it didn't help anybody, so.
0: now no one's getting laid no one's catching on when i'm out on the open ocean doing my thing hosting a podcast first thing i do is go to whole foods 365 Whole Foods Market, 100% pulp free juice, coconut water, not from concentrate. Something I like more when I'm sailing. Coconut water.
1: So you want to hit the big dog, I think, which is the most poisonous thing on the entire planet? The most
0: poisonous thing on the planet in the. Um... The picture uh, on my source just looks like a condom. Um, <laughs> 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 you see it? The reservoir tip? Yeah. Uh, it just it just looks like a ring of uh, like when it's rolled up when you take it out of the package. Oh, I got you. No, I, I haven't seen the picture of it now. Yeah. It just looks like I don't understand what I'm looking at. But um, uh, yeah, so back to polonium. Polonium,
1: it? folks. It is the number one on the list. Uh, not that we ranked them, but I just think it's definitely the most poisonous Substance in the world. The what did we say earlier?
0: The the greatest poisons ever. Oh, oh, the uh did we say the greatest? It was the um I think all time greatest. The all-time greatest poison. All-time greatest poison, yeah, ever. This is it. This is number one with a bullet. Yep, number one. And the appearance is silverly silvery, and the mass number is 209. So it's an element,
1: much like mercury.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It has a half-life of 138 days um and because it's radioactive because it's radioactive and let's talk about polonium yeah so even Um, though polonium even if it wasn't
1: radioactive it would still be toxic to your body like lead or mercury it would still debilitate the human body to take in these heavy metals that can't be broken down as soon as your body can't metabolize or break things down it's ruining it it's basically like throwing a fucking uh a pebble in your engine it's going to fuck it up it needs to be out of there fast and the longer it takes for your body to break something down the worse it's going to be and these heavy metals they're only heavy because they're so fucking metal but they're only heavy because (laughs) of how they're on the elemental table but polonium even if it wasn't radioactive would be very toxic to your body but like you said before the double whammy is it's also fucking radioactive on top of it so your body can't break it down and it keeps radiating radiation all through your body and destroying it from the inside out. Um, like they said in uh, Chernobyl, it's like a thousand little daggers driving through your DNA strands and just tearing you apart bit by bit. And polonium will do that to you.
0: Yeah, and weirdly enough, um, it was discovered in July 1898 by a card on Apples to Apples that I'd never, and one of the worst <laughs> cards that you can ever because no have. one knows what it is. No one right. fucking knows this person until yeah. the Dylan Joe Basin podcast. They probably think
1: it's plutonium, which is also radioactive, but not the same thing.
0: Not the same thing. Also bad. But uh, Marie Curie um, extracted this uh, from, and it's polonium is named after fucking Poland. <laughs> That's it. Lame. So- <laughs> Um, their biggest contribution but also
1: like mary Curie, i can't believe she didn't die from radiation poisoning she discovered like a lot of shit she discovered like 50 percent of all the radioactive shit we've ever heard of all those heavy radioactive metals she basically discovered like every single one of them and yet yeah. she didn't she should have died immediately when she first discovered one i don't know how she got away with that shit. i have no idea well, that's why she's one of the best scientists of all time i suppose
0: yeah so the the fatal like any the dose of of um of polonium crazy. is so small compared to, that's why we, that's why yeah. it's the all-time. I mean, we
1: have, of course, we have cyanide, 250 milligrams will kill a person. If it's ricin, it's Great one of grain of sand. And for polonium, it's seven trillionths of a gram. So you can't even actually write that out without doing scientific notation because seven trillionths, which means it takes a trillion of that part to make one gram. And now
0: seven trillionths is- that. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, think about like it's a, viral, beyond a viral particle is is like visible in a, a normal microscope or in a pretty good microscope, right? Fuck, how are you getting this? Like, it's
1: just seven, one. You're basically getting an atom.
0: <laughs> like nearly one atom <laughs> i feel like you're getting like a, tr- uh, a millionth of an atom like seven trillionth of a gram well no it's not like... less than
1: an atom it is the atom that is it's as far down as you can go that okay. okay. is uh, what the polonium is but that, that's how small atoms are but this is what it is it's not a combined chemical it's not like a pool of something it's basically like you can get the equivalent of a handful of atoms of this metal and it will kill you that's all it takes i mean for the cyanide you probably have like 7 billion atoms will kill you. This is like one. (laughs) It's crazy. It is
0: absolutely wild. It's really wild. This is the craziest Because
1: much like the other poisons, once it enters your body, you're already dead. But unlike them, it won't seize up your nerves. It won't stop you from breathing. It'll slowly radiate yourself to death. Much like if you are part of an atomic incident, And, or you're part of a reactor meltdown, like in Chernobyl, you die from radiation poisoning, but you don't have to take massive amounts of radiation to your face. Like those poor souls had to, all you need is a small amount of this substance to enter your body in some way. And you're going to have the same death as them. So it's it's, insane. Get ready to spend Um, the next two weeks, losing all your hair and slowly puking out your own guts as you be radiated to death. And we can't do anything about it. You can't take it out of your system. You just have to die slowly.
0: I just don't Agonizing. understand how you can even have this exist. One gram could uh poison 20 million people and 10 million people would <laughs> oh die. Oh my god. Like what? I mean, it's
1: definitely the number one most toxic poison ever. But that's insane. That's really one gram. Crazy. Oh my god. That is yeah, it's
0: absolutely you, fucking 6.8 picograms um won't kill you, but will really fuck you up. I don't know what a picogram is, but That's got to be even more than a trillionth.
1: uh, It's really crazy. Yeah. I mean, you're getting down to basically atomic mathematics at this point. I mean, it's beyond measurements. It's beyond taking these particular atoms of this element because they're radioactive. I have to kill you. And because they are so small, I mean, you can't get them out of your body. We have a problems getting viruses to get out of your body. And like you said, those things are massive compared to singular atoms. So, when mm-hmm. this case goes, I mean, it is it is a death sentence and it is so brutal. And uh, do you want to tell a story about this particular stuff? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we got, there's only two, there's
0: generally two stories. One of them from the 1900s, which was in the 40s yeah um, luckily was, it's
1: this is very rare substance it's it you will never run yeah, into it it's you hard in life. to come
0: across this one so you'll we,
1: fall into 10 pits of quicksand before you before you're I was ever gonna say, fine yeah, puffer
0: fish uh keep your eyes right yeah that's when <laughs> i open
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. those will still come out. but you had to watch yeah. out but polonium yeah, you might you don't have anything to worry about unless you don't unless you defect from a
0: government that is yeah uh, has unless a, you uh a hard nuclear program left the kgb um or fsb yeah. but before we get in there um uh, the first time it was used, it was so fucked up. It was injected into four hospitalized patients, um, given to a fifth, um, and it was funded by the Manhattan Project, aka the nuclear bomb project. Um, Ever heard of it? And was conducted <laughs> at the University of Rochester, and oh, they that's... wanted to obtain data on shit of shitting out polonium. Well, um, oh, they got their data. It's on rats. What? They got their data they got their data um Fuck it, they man. all died um <laughs> Shocker. They, they shit out polonium though um and uh and they were in their early 30s and early 40s and uh it was just really uh inhumane because they literally all died and then um they killed them they, they murdered them they yes. should have
1: shot them in the head instead of poisoning them to death that's just awful
0: yeah another lady irene Joliet curry was actually exposed in 1946 when a sealed capsule exploded on her laboratory bench like why is this in a capsule like holy you like it's crazy so it blew up on her bed she should be buried in the center
1: of the earth never to be seen again
0: so bad and she died from leukemia um uh several deaths in israel were caused by this because there was a leak at a lab um and the uh, fact that
1: it's even allowed to exist, I know I get the reason why it's just another element and there's all these kind of applications for radioactive elements, but it should be like VX, right? You shouldn't be allowed to even handle
0: it. It's so be, deadly. Yeah, there's like, nothing
1: just, good can come from it. We found that out already. People have died to learn that. Let's let's cut it out.
0: Yeah, just throw it in the the super deep borehole in Russia and just make it yeah, go away forever and bury it
1: under a, a thousand miles of cement and just leave it where it belongs.
0: Yeah, just that's seriously what you're gonna do. So anyway, so that that's that, that's like other stories. those aren't like intentional poisonings, but there was one intentional poisoning. There that, was uh, did happen because some guy uh, in 2006 decided that he was in the post-KGB which was called the FSB. Um, who decided to be James Bond for a while at the British MI6. Mm -hmm. Um, And they didn't like that. So what happened, Joe?
1: Yeah, as we learned from the North Korean story, when you have a a very powerful authoritarian government and you decide to defect and you know a lot of things, they're not just going to come after you and kill you. They're going to make a fucking scene of it. Mm -hmm. Send a message, in other words. So yeah, like you said, it was in 2006, which is six years after he initially defected. So they kept an eye on this guy uh, for a bit before they decided to pull this thing off. And uh, this guy, who is named Alexander uh, Litvinenko. I don't want to say his name right, at least. You got it. I think you sound, that sounds good. Uh, yeah, so he was in Russia at the time, criticizing the Russian government. And this particular substance is one of the most uh, famous or you know, the favorite poisons of the regime of Vladimir Putin, who is currently the Russian president, And has been since very long. I mean, he he served alongside George Bush. He met Bush, Obama, Trump, and now Biden. (laughs) He's still the president. Russia, get your shit together. I know it sucks, but come on. It's kind of fucked up. He's still your president for that long. You got to realize when it's a dictator. And he is one. And uh, he hasn't taken no guff from anybody. So yeah, this guy was, was, uh, was poisoned. I don't actually know the story of how they poisoned him though. Did you you see anything with that? I I just know that they they got to him. Obviously it doesn't take much. They wouldn't need to hold him down and, you know, dump it down his throat. I mean, it takes very little of it to uh, actually get involved, but they, they they found that there's two people that were involved, much of the North Korean story, um, that were arrested on this charge of putting polonium in the system. Right.
0: Yeah. He, uh, how did he? Yeah, it's hard to tell like how exactly
1: they got him. Like I mean, they could have injected it with a hypodermic needle. They they could have had him ingested. I mean, it really doesn't matter how it gets in there because as we established, once it's in your body, that's 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 a wrap. Um but it doesn't happen fast. I mean, when they were interviewing uh, the suspects afterwards, uh one of the witnesses that had known the guy said that they heard this guy, Dmitry Kovtun speaking openly about his plan to kill uh, Livinenko. And uh, he said he wanted to set an example of a traitor. Like, these guys were hired by the Russian government, Vladimir Putin in particular, to uh, go and kill this guy. And they didn't just want to kill him. They wanted to send a message. And the message was sent. That's for sure. I mean, it's a terrifying way to go. Uh, The guy was introduced to the hospital after falling ill. And it spent the next two to three weeks dying of radiation poisoning, losing all his hair, all his organs were failing, getting all kinds of every kind of cancer you can think of, and just the most painful and agonizing and slow death you can think of. So the message sent. But unfortunately, when you send a message like that, I guess if you don't care, it doesn't matter. But the UK knows who did it. I mean, you didn't just shoot the guy. You could have blamed it on anybody. If the guy gets shot, you say, oh, who knows what happened? But when you get poisoned with polonium, they know it's Russia. No one else has access to it. To do that i mean it's it has to be them it, it is them they don't take credit for it of course they tell all their citizens that they you know it's a fra- they framed them it's a hit job a hit piece all this stuff but basically they they set this guy up uh, to to be murdered and, and he got murdered by this extremely poisonous substance and he went and affected his life much in the way like instead of uh, people who were in chernobyl yet he got, you died by radiation poisoning um by a very small amount of polonium that was assassinated it yeah.
0: That comes in. So the thing is, that the interesting thing is that um, there's record of, of them trying to, the KGB or KSV or whatever it's called now, yeah. um, made tens of attempts to kill this guy mm-hmm. with polonium and and he didn't do it. Like they put it in his tea, didn't drink the tea, they did this. But the one thing is that they traced uh, Litvinenko um, before... Uh, you know, Andre Lugovoy and dmitry Kovtin made all their failed attempts, yeah. and they were able to detect um, polonium in hotel rooms on airplanes. Here, there, the other thing on they would just wow. they would have it's spil- so
1: radioactive they can detect yeah it like that. exactly yeah. they would
0: have spills and they would just clean up with the hotel towel they they had some extra they dumped it down the toilet like it's so weird how how careless wow. these guys were yeah um, they literally again disposed with, of
1: the-, with you said the most toxic substance that we know about and they're just dumping it in fucking hotel toilets and shit mm-hmm. and you can still find it it's unlike things like cyanide or arsenic it's radioactive you can detect it <laughs> it's, yeah it leaves a trace no matter where you are i can't imagine how else you know with the hotel cleaner comes in and this thing's left around they're just as dead as that guy i mean that's so fucking dangerous just to have around everywhere
0: yeah and and the thing is the 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 way they got him was just so fucking messy like it wasn't that he drank the tea that had it in it which would have been great it was like everything he touched at home had it on it
1: so like so they so they put it on everything and then eventually he just would come into contact enough that it'd be in the system
0: yeah, exactly. Like his wife eventually tested positive because of like cross contamination. Wow. Um, they just followed a trail, this guy, and it was just everywhere. So they were trying to get him to drink it, but they just started just putting it everywhere and he'd touch it and um, and holy shit, uh, which then it excretes in your sweat like the frog. Um, mm-hmm. And so it just ended up just like fucking everywhere this guy was. So they, had to, they had to like bury buses and trains and fucking airplanes, anything that he was on. They just had to get rid of it because it was just it was just secreting from him like it's radioactive everywhere yeah they, yeah they
1: couldn't have buried him in a normal cemetery because it would be too dangerous to the public yeah yep. and to the, all the wildlife and the whole cemetery i mean well, i wonder if they buried him like in, in the ocean or some shit get him out of here
0: yeah That's i horrible. don't know but they found traces on everything like it was just like wow. it's, yeah like um yeah like contaminated british he was on british airways like a regular flight they had to get rid of that you could be on the flight with this
1: guy this is in 2006 you could be sitting right next to him and not even know he's just sipping his tea he's got polonium all over his sweat you have no idea you could be just as exposed you're gonna die of leukemia in 10 years and not even know why
0: yeah not good so that's uh That's the craziest one. Is his
1: wife still alive? I feel like his wife's going to develop cancer any day. I'm sure
0: she's fucking dead, dude. Yeah, there's no way,
1: right? You're too too exposed. Most of the people who
0: were involved with polonium in the test trials, um, they had a lifespan of 10 years after exposure. Even the ones who were just involved with
1: that, huh?
0: Yeah, like sometimes it would kind of be like a typical exposure to like a really shitty radioactive substance. Um, Right. Radiation's no
1: joke. I mean, we talked about it in the past of the podcast, but it really is like the scariest shit ever. Because it's not like, it's not like a, A sword going through you or even just an acid going on you like it's invisible and it's deadly and it's unstoppable. You can't stop radiation. You you can't do it. All you can do is buffer it and break it down. You can't shut down the process. You can't unplug that TV. It just is what it is, and you have to let it run out. That's why we bury our nuclear waste in secure locations far from people because we don't know how to make it stop being radioactive. It just isn't possible. So it's going to keep firing off. It's like a fire you can't put out but instead of just burning what's around it it burns everything within thousands of miles you just have to just hide it away and hope it doesn't hit anybody because there's no way to shut off that process you cannot yeah. ring that bell as i like you to say.
0: ring that bell it's terrible
1: Yeah, there we go you want to roll into uh final thoughts about the
0: greatest poisonings in history let's do it final thoughts um like i said it's it's least amount most potent you know um i was gonna say plutonium sorry um plutonium
1: you still don't want to hang out with that for too long either it's good for making atomic bombs but uh it doesn't kill you as fast as you ingest it as polonium weirdly enough no
0: no you don't so um yeah final thoughts are i mean it's it's crazy and it's interesting all these stories make good books and good movies For sure. um i i'm not necessarily sure I to watch like the mass suicide ones as a movie but poisonings with kgb agents and stuff like that and using umbrellas and these type of things okay Are um our uh really crazy and my final thoughts are pretty clear that poisoning is really bad, and really bad. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say um, besides oh, that these are the, the smallest amount of substance that could be transferred through um, uh, you know cross-contamination of just touching something and having it kill you over time especially the nerve agents just this is just bad it's bad news bad news absolutely those are my yeah. Final thoughts
1: yeah it might be our most um unique or not unique uh, on the same page, consensus of all time. Poison's bad. We yeah, both agree, okay. poison's bad. It's really bad. Uh, but yeah, I just think it's a fascinating idea that like, unlike so many things that are dangerous and scary in this world that you can, um, they seem like imminent threats. You see a, a oncoming traffic come and hit you with a car or someone shows up with a gun and threatens you. These are visible, scary things that you can watch. It's It's on a macroscopic level. You can see when people are bleeding out or you can see when people are threatening you or things like, you know, bomb striking or all kinds of other things, like maybe health problems that that um, pop up when you have a certain lifestyle or things happen to you. But poison is unique in a sense that it's nearly invisible almost all the time, but it's, it's so deadly. It's almost like the kiss of death, the, uh, you know, the the five finger death punch or the kiss of the dragon. It's like, if they touch you one time, if they poke that rice in with the umbrella, or if you drink one little sip of polonium, you're done. It's almost like you're signing someone's death warrant, like their death note, like that show. And I, I think it's fascinating and terrifying altogether. But um, I think that luckily most governments in the world have taken steps to make it so it doesn't happen anymore. You, you don't have lead lining in pipes, it's illegal. Uh, you can't put arsenic in your wallpaper. You can't work with mercury in its uh, organic form and you know even developing things like using strychnine or ricin is completely illegal And, and luckily so because even if you're not using it for nefarious purposes it's not to be trusted there's some things in this world like radioactive materials that are too dangerous to exist amongst humans and even if they have uses the, the weighing of the pros and cons, is it's a no-brainer. It's completely awful. So many accidents can happen. So many people can die. And whatever benefits it has is almost none. Poisons are used to murder people. That's what they're used for. So unlike a gun where you can say you're defending yourself or even like a car where you use for transportation, poisons can't be used that way. They're only used to kill people and we don't need them around. And I hope that we keep going forward and being more patient and understanding more about these substances so that they can be eliminated completely because there's some things that just don't belong on this planet with us. And poisons are one of them, unfortunately.
0: Unless yeah. you're a cannibal in the movie cannibal Holocaust and you need to protect your land from, <laughs> from the colonizers. We can keep that one. That day. Keep if you're the in the Amazon one. and you're it's... invading poison dart your ass. Yeah. Cause it's uh, you know, it saves you money not money, meaning they don't have money, but, uh, less darts. Its time and calories. Yeah. for sure. Calories, less darts. You just go, and then you're like, all right, well, right, all they're done. I don't need to have, uh, you know, 10,000 darts to hit it. Hopefully hit an artery or something.
1: Yeah. But, I don't have to chase down a, uh, a, a wild boar for seven hours. I can just yeah. hit it one time and feed my family. Bing, yeah, bing, bing.
0: Quick little poison dart action call of the day. And that's it. That's it. So, and so we got final thoughts, guys. We'll see you next week for uh, another exciting podcast. We got a couple things in the store as always. And uh, yes, we love you all. And thanks for listening. That's the. If, uh, yeah.
1: If you come into contact with any of these things, there is a poison control line in the America. Yeah. We'll, we'll put the, we'll put the number up here. Yeah. You won't come into contact with any of this stuff, but uh, you know, don't pour any bleach in your eyes or anything like that.
0: Yeah, but bleach is nothing compared to what we're talking about. <laughs> any, small, but any rat poison. And if you do go to the hospital, because they do have an antidote for that one. So, um, but you're still going to be fucked up for the rest of your life. You just, they might, you might not die. Right. So, yeah. So that's it, Joe. What do you think? That's the Dylan Joe Basement Podcast, episode 36. Uh, All time greatest poisons. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one poison I want to drink. That's right, yes. That
1: is true. I'll take the ethanol. Thanks, folks. See you next week. See next week.
0: So, sat him down and uh, gave him some fucking food and wine laced with cyanide. Whoops. Nothing happened. <laughs>
1: their skin oh. is is like uh it's like osmosis like they, they have to if you actually like covered a frog up in paint they would suffocate to death they need to breathe through their skin
0: paul have you not seen um uh what was that one uh, goldfinger james bond they painted a couple girls gold they died too oh there
1: you go gone. they're humans yeah they're so old. you never know yeah. a guy uh, getting arrested he had like an entire batch of caster beans in his house and the cops were like what are all those for like, nothing goes, really
0: nothing <laughs> 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 drops off the chest because the day before he went to a lawyer and just said all right waited um yeah and didn't really get good feedback from the lawyer about how well he's going to do for the rest of his life
1: um, <laughs> the lawyer's like wow you should probably kill yourself <laughs> <laughs> hello i want to kill my wife I mean, do you do lilos? No, sir, just poison. This is a poison shop, sir. Now I'm confused.